0: Welcome to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for being with us here. It is episode number 172, and it is Monday, April the 13th, 2020. We're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling yet again. Hope everyone's doing all right out there in these crazy times we're living in. But as always, I'm Joe Murata, joined by Michael Quinn. How are you doing, Michael? Well, Michael, it's another week in the world of retro wrestling.
1: another week. At least um, we have that. In another empty podcast Yes, you know,
0: we currently have a very similar audience to a WWE live audience, that is. We're just as popular. Yes, zero people.
1: It's it's really amazing, right? (laughs) Like, how did we attain this fame?
0: It's truly remarkable.
1: We're bigger than WWE.
0: And we couldn't have done it without you guys. Thank you guys for being back with us here for another week. We're going to romp you through the world of retro wrestling. But before we do that... uh, so here's some things you can do. I'll just make a quick bullet list here. Follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Okay, I'll do that. Most of you probably already do, but if in case you listen to us and you have a Twitter and you don't follow us there, it's worth it. We post old videos. It's right, fun. I
1: might do that. Okay, um, I, I, you know, I, I have might to check. Too.
0: I have to check my followers list. Yeah, just make sure if that you I follow us. Room, Quinn. obviously. Yeah,
1: obviously. <laughs> I only follow
0: so many people. I have a limit. Clearly, uh, so you can do that. You can also email us at ovppodcast at gmail Now let me see if I can put that on my email contacts. Um, okay.
1: Okay, yeah, there's a
0: spot for that. That is. Oh! oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Also, before we get to the Facebooks, if you have iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Like, do it right now. Right. Just I do have, it. We I appreciate that. that. <laughs> don't do it, Quinn. <laughs> right. You shouldn't. Oh, I shouldn't. You're a biased party, aren't oh, you? Okay. I mean, well, you, I'll leave a review. You no. work on the show. Okay. We don't want to be those people. I, I won't do that no. one. But you guys at home, if you have Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever it's called now, leave us a review right now. We'd really appreciate that. And a little bit later We're gonna have some info On our Patreon We do have that And Survivor Series 89 Is like out now We rushed it through Production for everybody It was amazing To keep the content flowing Uh, So we're closing out 89 on the Patreon That's patreon.com Slash OVP podcast But if you want to talk to me and Quinn and hundreds of other retro wrestling fanatics, there is a place to do that. It's called Facebook, Michael. Yes, facebook.com slash do it. Yeah, um, yes, it's it's <laughs> really as big as Nike. Huge. Um, it's
1: everything, we're as big as everything now because everyone's at an equal playing field. Yeah, zero. <laughs> so you can go over there at uh, Facebook slash just do it. Yeah. Um, type in the search bar, Our yep. vantage point dash retro wrestling podcast. Bing, bang, boom. Tubes, gore, kaflooey. K-flooey. Swoosh. As we, we use the swoosh.
0: Yeah, we, we've just acquired that one. Tubes, gore, kaflooey, swoosh. swoosh. And you're in. You just hit the That's join it. button. That's it. And when, once you're there, this is the great part about it. Unlike other places where you get yelled at for having like an opinion. Right, we, like Nike. Right, like Nike. We don't do that here. Meaning, if, talk, debate, discuss, ask questions, voice concerns. But just don't be what, Quinn? A dingus. Don't be a dingus. Just or be a nice. swoosh. Yeah, don't be a swooshie, but we don't really do that. But yeah, it'll be a fun time. Facebook.com slash it. No, but really, yeah. go over there. You'll have a good time. Uh, so, Quinn, we got, a, we got a new segment that we unveiled last week. We do. It's very big. It's huge. Tremendous. In Sheboygan also. Very big in Sheboygan. You know, Quinn and I have been retro wrestling fans. Now we still are for 25 years each. Wow. That's, that's a long years time. Combined. 50 years of combined that's fandom. That's still less than this show. but Yes, of course. And when you're a fan for that long... Sometimes your opinions change, right? Sometimes your preferences change. Sometimes your perspective changes and all season long. Quinn and I are going to alternate with each other. Something where our perspective changed. you know, something maybe that we used to like. Now we don't or something that we never liked. Now we do. Mm-hmm. We're going to share those things with each other and with you fans on a new segment. We like to call fresh perspective. The sound of freshness. And what is
1: Jerry the King coming
0: out? <laughs> so, Quinn, I picked last week, and we talked about the Honky Tonk Man. What do you got in store? What's your fresh perspective? Well,
1: there's a thing that I used to think was just absolutely dumpy until I, um, you know, got my hands on it, because now uh, you can't really get your hands on this a lot. And you know what it is? What is it? It's footage of the pre-Hulkamania era WF.
0: Ooh, the Smoky
1: Bars era. The smoky Bars.
0: This sport, which used to be in Smoky National Guard armories with warm beers and everything else, Okay, so why don't you tell us what you used to think and why you used to
1: think okay, it? Okay, so I used to just think it's all trash. Like, <laughs> basically, like, nobody gave a shit about WF until Paul Kogan, basically. Okay. That, that was, like, a lot of people's
0: perspective. It's a WWE's party line.
1: Yeah, that, that is their party line, actually. And honestly, it was really when we started watching these 82s, 83s, when Vince bought the company. And I know that there was, obviously, years before that. And we've watched stuff before the that. The Bruno era was yeah. huge and it's actually like good i know that might be not news for a lot of people on on who listen to this but to be honest i think it needs to be said right is that there's more to it than just men rolling around to an extent yeah which Uh, is i think the perception right
0: is that it's just so boring and nothing well i'm not again quinn and i don't have to agree on these things so i might have to counterpoint you a little and you can volley with me it's fine here we go jones against the hangman Here's the perception, right? I get what you're saying because I had the same perception that this is kind of just like in a void, right? Right. The post Bruno, pre Hogan era, right? Which is basically like the Backland era, right? Unfortunately for him. Yeah. The Backland era is mainly what we're talking, where nothing really mattered too much. Well, I think that the
1: big perception was there wasn't really like stories, right? Like that they were like very minimal. But they, it seems like there's, there's a lot stories. of shit like a lot of shit going on. Now we're
0: catching more of the tail end of the Backlund run, right. but he had a lot of stuff going on in the 70s and 80s. And from mm-hmm. winning the title from Billy Graham, and he had feuds with like, he fought like everybody. Right. He really they did bring in anybody to fight him. They'd
1: bring in former WF champions to fight him. Sure. They brought in like new guys that, you know, were big in other territories. Rick Flair It's my pleasure to have with me the NWA World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion, Ric Flair. And in a moment, I hope to have uh,
0: on the other side of this podium, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Champion, Bob Backlund. And another thing that, you know, happened during this period of time is they had some big stars that weren't maybe necessarily like known for this run, but like they had dusty roads there a lot in yeah. the late seventies. Well, I'd say
1: the mid card is actually to me way more in- the intercontinental division in general. I mean, of course there's the, the scourge of Pedro Morales, <laughs> but I mean, like Donald P Morocco is somebody I just didn't even like appreciate at all during like the early eighties. That's
0: a good point. Don Morocco is a good one to zone in on because we, uh, we watched from the Pedro era. Yeah. You know, January of 82. God, it upward. was horrible. And that's post-Morocco, meaning yeah. like that's... He had been there before. But he before. was there
1: before. That's the thing. It's right like, in 81. And he was like the same character. Yeah, Robbed of the world title. Now, unwarranted, without reason, without cause.
0: Another title defense. So when he comes back in 83, it's like a breath of fresh air. Wins the title from Pedro. All of a sudden, the IC title is like important again. Yeah. So that's one really good one. Another thing that I know that you have been trying to sell me on since we started doing this 3 years ago is the Strongbows, especially oh my God, Chief Jack. Oh, so Jay. good. So you, you
1: just don't even don't what, what, get it.
0: You want to extol the virtues of a Chief, since he's a big player okay, in this so, era. like,
1: what I like about the Chief, which is something like, okay, a lot of you may know the Chief is that, you know, that fat guy that hung around with Tatanka, and, like, nobody <laughs> cared during, like, the Lex Luger. And, like, basically, anytime he comes out, even other occasions, girls like, who's that fat ass, like, basically? <laughs> right. Like, as a joke. But to be honest with you, he's pretty like athletic charismatic and like I don't know what it is it's like it's he's got this like dance move right it's really good right and like he doesn't use it all the time and I think that's the thing with a lot of the guys yeah they'd have all these squash matches but one oh, thing God, I'm finding very city. very interesting is that actually the finishing moves are not done all the time it's for Kombat. everyone. <laughs> It's like, actually, the finishing moves are, like, they'll use once in a while just to establish it, and then it will, like, go away. Like, Jimmy Snooksup, for example. He doesn't we, always
0: use the splash. Right, he'll do swashes. the headbutt
1: thing yep. instead, and yep. he's like, no, I'm saving that shit. Right. Which I just found, like, an interesting dynamic. Right. Like, it's not part of the formula that is, you know, late 80s WF, where they just always do their finisher. Right, they don't. Their finisher right. is something that, hey, you gotta go to MSG to go see that shit.
0: Like what? Yeah, you know? you're right. Did you not interfere? In these previous contests with superstar Billy Graham and Dusty Rhodes, were you not something less than an impartial referee? I don't know what Billy Graham's crying about. He lost the match, and that's all to it. Let me get, throw another few names at you, because this is fresh perspective for me, too. Right. These guys. Jose Estrada and Johnny Rods. Yeah,
1: so that's the other... Uh, one other thing I, I really... Holy shit, New like, appreciation
0: for you those two. What you
1: don't realize is some of the jobbers, they're so regular, like... One thing I really like about this early era is, like, the jobber cast is, like, (laughs) small, and they never leave. Like, they're just, they're, they're, they're always there. It's, like, the same people, like, it's the same, like, five or six jobbers for, like, Months And then they time. rotate in Some new ones Sometimes occasionally Sometimes a new one Comes and just gets killed Yes But like You know Frankie Williams Yep uh, Fucking Miguel Feliciano Miguel Underpants Underpants Johnny Rods Tony Estrada Tony Cologne Mac Rivera Mac Rivera Those seem to be like The six <laughs> I'm thinking of but. And they
0: can all work Well Underpants and Frankie Williams Can't work But the other guys Can work That's right. what's great about them Like if you look at Rods uh, He's so convincing in the ring It's true He is like Everything he does makes sense And it's nuanced It's really right. good And like all the other they're goons,
1: like they. You know what I like too is that they sometimes all tag up because they have to have tag matches, <laughs> yes, right? And like, there seems to be like alliances, like between the. It's it's unsaid, but the, it is there. Estrada like, and
0: Rods for sure, yeah, and Mac. Sometimes Mac, sometimes Tony Colón right?
1: Those like four guys. We to the point where we like thought they were like a faction, right? It's just like I guess what I'm trying to say here is that I really think there's a lot more going on in this pre-Hulkamania <laughs> era then people give it credit for. Maybe. I know it's not, some of it might not be established, but if you read in between the lines and watch it, it's actually like
0: fairly interesting. Well, I'll say this, there's more development happening on Rogers corner than I ever realized. Yeah, that's that's a, one thing. That's another
1: thing is that because segments like the Rogers corner, yep, those segments actually mean
0: something. Yeah, like, there's storyline development because there. Because
1: you don't get all
0: the storyline development.
1: Sometimes, like, somebody will interfere in a match or something. Like, right. you'll be in the ring. But the the prelim matches are really just to, like, be like, well, they got to get purse money and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, they have to, like, make a living, right? right? yes. So, that, I think, brings to the forefront. You, as a good transition um, about the Rogers Corner and those kind of interview segment things. Um, how great the managers are like i know you don't like Blassie, but fucking captain lou is just like he's
0: fantastic during this era yeah he really he's always entertaining and this is like
1: the whole time too yep. like it's not just like the point we're watching Like right.
0: captain lou the three philosophers are there forever right yeah it seems to me that, that you more or less kind of hide behind your men that you don't really you don't ever start the match off that you, you, not that i hide it's just that i'm smart i'm like a snake baby i move in groove i can get behind mr saito i can get behind mr fuji and i can be the guiding light
1: they're good supporting characters because they do add a lot of personality to a lot of these heels of the week thing. yeah right
0: i agree with you and there
1: there seems to be like a continuity between like you know captain lou he's always trying to get those tag belts or like Blassie, he's always got a guy ready to fight for the world title. Sure. Wizard's always like, I don't know what uh, he's doing. McMahon, I'm good. I make sure that I win. He's, you know, like, he's like Fuji, he's like kind of elusive, you're <laughs> yeah. like, you're not really sure what he's up to <laughs> yeah. all the time, but he, he seems to always every now and then, the thing with that I like about Grand Wizard, which is like, unsaid, all of a sudden he'll find like some diamond in the rough, like some guy that's like,
0: amazing. Sure, doesn't he have slaughter right now? Yeah. In the, in the era that we're watching doesn't in 83. Superstar Graham? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. It's like all karate it's like he'll have a bunch
1: of shit, and then there's like gigantic superstars under his wing.
0: Right, and that's another thing. Let's talk about Superstar Graham real quick. Uh, that's something that I thought was flat-out horrible, the mm-hmm. karate run. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's only like, it's mediocre. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's not it's as actually, bad as I thought.
1: Uh, so actually, that whole thing had a lot more personality than i thought because it's not good good you know what the thing is that i think a lot of people look back at that and they don't realize a lot of it is like tongue-in-cheek yes. and like supposed to be funny right and not like karate he's, yeah he's just goofing off <laughs> yeah like the whole time but what i liked about it was that he was he just got fucking serious right like yeah. all of a sudden he's like you know what Fuck Bob Backlund. He has my belt. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to rip up his belt. Remember, he like yeah. broke it. That's a big story. Yeah. Mr. Graham, what is the meaning of this? This is my belt, Mr. Announcer. This belt loves to superstar Billy Graham.
0: Not that punk in the middle of the ring. Now, let me throw some counterpoints at you, though, because I know that there's people watching that really like the NWA and other things. Eighty two, eighty three, right? Still pre-Hulkamania here. Compared to the hot angles that World Class had going on, compared to some of the NWA stuff even, this is kind of boring, Quinn. Let's still be honest here. But I want to say something about that, actually. Yeah, I think
1: it's deceptively boring. (laughs) (laughs) And what I mean by that is that (laughs) it's kind of like, you know when you watch Continental, for example? where It's like you watch that show. Now, Continental does the thing where it's like every episode ends exciting. However, they do the same kind of thing where like, beginning of continental episodes are like boring as fuck and you're like what am i even watching right right that's what i feel with wf a lot in this era they do this like subtle like because it's boring all the time when something happens it seems way more exciting right like, yeah you know, well and it's like a these,
0: self-fulfilling prophecy though yeah.
1: <laughs> but what i mean by that is like they'll go on strings of really exciting episodes and then they'll be like okay we got to calm it down I and like guess. you get like two or three weeks where it's boring again, and all of a sudden some bullshit happens and you're like what the
0: fuck like you know but do you think that's intentional or do you think that they just don't know what they're doing and have no direction I think It's a little bit of both <laughs> but i do think i do think there seems to be because
1: it's happened so much there seems to be some kind of pacing that is present is, is my point. It's not like just some like throwaway like we just suck at doing this kind of thing.
0: Well, this is during the era where they're still building to their monthly, you know, right. their MSG. Exactly. So that's kind of the main focus. So just watching the the weekly TV alone, you're not going to get the full effect, right? Because the all well, the, not just watching one episode. you yeah, If you, oh, if you of watch all of them, then it's like it yeah. becomes
1: really interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's okay, this stuff. It's not great. I mean, we, we, we're we past the point where we had Patera. You know, Patera was there in the late 70s, mm-hmm. up to around 80. He was really good. Hogan was fun, 79, yeah. 80, yeah. you know, 81 with the Andre feud but and stuff still, like he, that. There
1: was no meaning or context behind him. It was just another one of these jabronis. He was an it's like, fuck you, Andre. That's like, all Andre does. Yeah, that that's one thing we discovered in it's this pre-Hogan. It's not good. It's like, even like before we watched and after, it's like, it's still like... Just some guy is like, I'm tall too, fuck you. And then literally it's like that's what all every Andre feud is,
0: which is kind of disappointing. But he
1: does here's the thing, is Andre's a lot of character. uh, I think he, he carries it pretty well. I have to admit, like he's
0: good at what he does. Yeah, no, he really is. Andre's good, yeah. but yeah, it was Mulligan, and now I think we're, we're watching. It's Big John God, it's Stud. Big, they, these feuds last forever. Yeah, like they're Andre's feuds are really long, and then nothing happens in them. He just wins because he goes away a lot. Yeah, because he's doing Japan and elsewhere yeah. still. Uh, one thing here's a. Perspective, just while we're on the topic here, but it's not a good one. Uh, I thought Mike Sharp, when he was like a contender, was going to be a lot better because, you know, Mike Sharp, famous job. He stinks. Oh my God. He's like a pushed heel. There's a reason (laughs) that they decided to make him a
1: jobber. Like,
0: that they were like, when they brought him
1: back later, they're like,
0: nope. Right. Like,
1: it's because he's just boring.
0: He comes in with Albano, big push, going to fight back on the spectrum, I think. It's just <laughs> horrid. You know who is really
1: good, though? Who's that? Um, during this time period, even Stevens. Ray Stevens, as we call him. Oh, my goodness. He's like, great. He,
0: he is an evil bastard. I and mean, this like, is the I, downturn of his career, too. Right, but, but there's
1: something... I. It's the way he carries himself. You're just like man awesome. this guy is like disgusting he's and like awesome. he's just a jerk and he gets in the whole thing with jimmy Snooker. and it's really interesting and fun and yep. just like he's a real good villain he is like he's, he's kind of like ted Debias, like where he's kind of yeah. always in the background like yep. you're just like what is he up to always like lingering you
0: know, he's always lingering
1: around and he always gets <laughs> sneaks in the wind yep. and you're
0: just like Fuck this guy. Like, you know, you know who who else is uh, really good? And this is their second run that we're watching. But if you watch him in 80 also, you know, uh, Wild Samoans better than I realized. Oh, yeah, they actually Excellent. are. Yeah. The way they like look around at the camera like even their promos, they don't talk. And that's why it's so funny. The way they like look at the camera like they're not sure what it is. It's true. And the way they run. Re- they're good in the ring. Excellent.
1: <laughs> I really. Yeah, I enjoy them. Um, One okay. other person I want to highlight again is the face turn of Swede Hansen. Oh, talk about that, Quinn. Because, okay, so... This is like
0: his millionth run that we've been
1: watching. Right, but I'm sure that it's like the same thing every <laughs> yeah, time. Always. But the point is, Swede would come in and he he's like dirty and you're like, who is this? Old he, like, looking. He looks like shit yep. and his hair's all crappy and then all of a sudden, it's like, here's the thing, is he wrestles a lot and this is one of my favorite like subtle builds they did. Yep. Where he just wrestles a lot. He seems like a pretty tough dude. Yep. And he's fucking people up left and right and then like randomly... They're just like, um, Swede's gonna be the ref in some match at, like, the Garden or something. Because yeah, uh, it's, like, too rough, right? It's, like, Backlund teaming super, up. With no, so
0: Backlund versus Superstar Graham.
1: Okay, yeah. They're like, this shit is, <laughs> yeah. like, it's too big. We like, need an enforcer. We, who's the toughest guy on the roster, right? Yep. It's like, and now we've established, they perfectly, like, established Swede is, like, this tough asshole, <laughs> yep. right? But I've got a few new new angles in my head to go against Backlund, and I'm gonna do my darnest to get... I have to get it through that battle royale first, and
0: that's gonna be rough.
1: He comes, he refs this match, and, like, fucking Billy Graham gets all, like, mad at him for, like... For no
0: real reason. Well,
1: because he, like, he's not counting fast or something. I don't remember what Graham's problem is. Well, Graham is.
0: gives up in the chicken wing, and he says that he didn't, and right. he blames Swede for it. Remember? Right. That's what it is. So,
1: anyway, at the end of his Sweden, they get in a whole argument and blah, 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 so now Swede's, like... a he's face but he's not he's like a tweener he's a tweener in like the early 80s it's like, real this is not like normal like and it's just weird and i really like him he's so good because he becomes he even his wrestling style changes where he's this more like deliberate character yeah. like he's like i don't take shit like you know but like, like steve austin he doesn't like go hog wild and like appease the crowd though even in no. his like tweener style which i really like he still kind of wrestles like a heel but they're rooting for him it's now. really like, good
0: yeah, it, yeah. I, he's actually really likable yeah i mean there there's a lot of good hidden stuff in there. Right. It's, and it's I think, subtle.
1: I think that is the point I wanted to make with this segment, right? About fresh perspective. Sure. Is I thought that this was bland and it had no personality and was just kind of like, you know, they were just kind of making Meandering their money around. Like, just like, okay, do the garden show every month and, you know, we'll keep the lights on, you know, like there's just <laughs> nothing. There's nothing well, about it. Yeah. And I just was surprised at this pre-Hulkamania era how there's just this subtlety to it and like there's like there's actual like personality and stuff (laughs) and there's reasons like i can never understand before this why people who grew up then like look so fondly back on on this this period of time right and i just i just wanted to put it out there like i think it's worth checking out you know you have to it it's a time sink like it's but it's one of those worthwhile time sinks kind of like if you watched nwa like 90, 1984,
0: 1985, like right. all the episodes. It builds. Yeah, it builds and, and is makes sense. It. Yeah, I w- I would agree overall, Quinn, that it's better than I thought it was, yeah. you know, growing up and everything like that. Because of the way the WWE portrayed it, you know, outside of a select few moments from before Hulk Hogan, right. it was kind of like just this abyss of nothing. There's still some boring stuff, don't get me wrong, but right. yeah, the, nothing leaps off the pages. You know, there's nothing, nothing screams I mean, like...
1: It doesn't seem like it's trying to. That's the thing. It's trying to, like, give you this slow, consistent drip, drip, drip and, like, get you to
0: the, the MSG show, and you care all of a sudden. That, well, MSG, yeah, everyone cares, yeah. and, uh... Yeah, so if you're in for, like, a relaxing, like, hour of wrestling, man, it, it's, it's pleasant yeah, to watch. You have to, but you have to give it the time, and I think that's what... There's certain
1: things you don't have to say that about. There's certain, like, for example, if you turn on certain Night's Made Events, like, it's just that. like one and done, and yes. you're like, oh, that was satisfying. But with these, it's like, I mean, this is great for people in quarantine right now, right? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, and they got you them can, on the network. Yeah, you can afford to watch a bunch of these freaking episodes and, like, understand why it's why people look back so fondly on it. And a lot of
0: things build to what would become uh, in the Hulkamania era. Right. We know that already looking back. But sometimes you see things that Gorilla would reference like in the
1: later 80s. It's like, oh, he did this or something. And you're like, Oh, he did do this. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I see it now. Like you know.
0: And one last quick hit here, just to leave on a humorous note. One other perspective on this: Jesse Ventura was a terrible what wrestler. A shitty wrestler! <laughs> like, awful. F- him. <laughs> he's like. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to. Yeah. Sorry. Like, there
1: there so were bad. there were some people who really like shit the bed when we got there. <laughs> he was so
0: it's so terrible. So upsetting how bad he is. But uh, anyway. And Buddy Rose, really good. Yeah. Buddy That's Rose, another one. Yeah. Blow away is not blow away. No. And no. He's no. Great. He's excellent. So, folks. Uh. Let us know what you think of the pre-Hulkamania era. Maybe some of you think it's still really boring. Maybe some of you have a real fondness for it, like Quinn and myself do. You can let us know that on Twitter, at OVP Podcast. You can email us or join the group. Just do it. But, Quinn, when we come back, it is the first Royal Flush. Stinky. Stinky. stinky Of WWF Tag Team Champions. That's right. We're going to pull two out of the tank. We're going to see where they rank. The Royal Flush is coming up right after this. I found a picture of you. World that night. The incredible Hulk Hogan, over 320 pounds, the biceps, 24 inches and counting, and this is an incredible individual indeed who makes his wrestling debut in Madison Square Garden against not a bodybuilder, not a weightlifter as such, but a fine wrestler in Ted DiBiase. And I've already instructed the man and told him what he can expect from Ted. And now I'd like to get the words from the Hulk mouth himself. we we'll me tell you something, Fred. Nose to nose and toes to toes, there's not a man alive that can get in a squared circle and pin me to the mat. And Ted B, I see you're making the mistake of your life. You are planning your destiny. I will definitely eliminate
1: you from the squared circle in the professional wrestling career from now on.
0: A very confident Hulk Hogan making his wrestling debut in Madison Square Garden against Ted DiBiase.
1: And Ted DiBiase's professional wrestling career from now on. 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 On.
0: From Marley Race to Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair to the Rock, Stay to Steve Austin, you're listening to our vanish on the Retro Wrestling Podcast. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for hanging in with us for episode number 172, Monday, April the 13th, 2020. Hey, Quinn. Yeah? Did you know we have a Patreon? I heard. um, You've heard of it. Through the grapevine. You heard it through the grapevine. All right. Well, folks, we do have one. And if you want to get your hands on all of the OVP extra content that we offer, you can do that for just $5 a month. That's everything that we offer. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the monthly pay-per-view reviews. And like I mentioned, right now, Survivor Series 89 is already out. Next month, we're kicking off the 90s for the Rumble. That'll be fun. It's
1: unbelievable.
0: We've already made it. All the 80s pay-per-views, if you get the $5 you get, all of them. All of them, yes. Every, including like Wrestle Feast and yes. like big event, big event and all that crap. All that is included. They're like two and a half up to four hours, depending on the length of the show. Those are like the longest yes. ones. are four hours. Like, that's like, there's one or two. And people really seem to like them. And if you have the cash to spare, I encourage you to just go to patreon.com OVP podcast. Try it out for a month sample the content there's a lot of good stuff there if you don't like it just cancel there's no contract or commitment with patreon not at all you can just like get it and yep. then cancel like at the end of the month yep that's all you have to do patreon.com slash ovp podcast you'll also get all of our 1983 reviews incidentally like we were just talking about the pre-hulkamania era, you're gonna get right. all of that that's bi-weekly we keep going we're in may of 83 by now amazing so we're just going through that you also get the raw video. That's every single week when we do this show. You get to see what shirts we're wearing. That's the you shirt see, tier. It's really um, a privilege to know what shirts <laughs> yes. we have on from week to week. Yes, you get to see that. And I, you, I won't spoil Joe. No, shirt. Sure. No, don't do it's that. It's a really
1: special one this Very week.
0: special <laughs> shirt. So again, patreon.com slash podcast. If you have a couple of bucks to spare per month, not even per day or week, yeah. month, month. Try it out. It's basically less than a think. Starbucks yeah. a month for like the into everything. Basically. Honestly. The $5. So just give it a try. Yeah. Patreon.com slash OVP podcast. We'd appreciate that. Now, Michael. Yes. Royal Flush. What the heck is that? So Oof.
1: I heard that it's, you know, ra- ranking the um, worst of something.
0: Yes. That's and what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> on the message boards. <laughs> yeah, on the message boards. And it is uh, the WWF Tag Team Champions. The Royal Rankings and the Royal Flush. What we do is before the season starts... We ask you, the fans, to give us a list of your top 10 and your bottom 10. This time around, it was Tag Team Champions, WWF. And Joe Merkel, yes, great friend of the show. Great statistician. Yep, Um, (laughs) It's amazing, really, how he does it. Thank you, Merkel, for doing that. He has compiled all of them. So we have a tank for the best and a tank for the worst. We kicked off the best last week for the Royal Rankings. So this week, we're kicking off the flush. By the end of the season, what we're going to have here is the definitive scientifically ranked, analyzed, non-GMO, USDA certified organic and healthy. Best and worst WWF tag team champions of all time. Obviously there's no one on the board yet. We got a fresh clean clean
1: toilet, toilet here. Clean <laughs> it's amazing i love when we have the clean toilet because yep. it's you know it's like i just put the bleach in it yeah it's, it's it's not a dump yet no but it, it, it immediately gets dirty oh, just it's gonna, from like the
0: first two but <laughs> it's gonna get dirty we're gonna find out who the poopy people are this time around folks <laughs> without any further ado let's go down to howard finkel for the royal flush
1: ladies and gentlemen it is now time We are coming to WWE to teach you Americans a lesson.
0: What do you say we make like a banana and split? Heinrich, the animal,
1: an old fashioned Road Warrior, butt bike And we are the Cispoir. Shane and Miz are the best tag team in the world. The Congo Brothers, World Cup Federation Tag Team
0: Champions. William Regal and Eugene. Nicholas has a scheduling conflict. I mean, he's still in the fourth grade. It is the royal flush of WWF Tag Team Champions. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, hello, hello there, toilet. I don't appreciate that list there at the end. <laughs> hey, okay hey. with whoa. the toilets, I don't appreciate that either. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, that's going to be enough now. So, Can we ever fix the plumbing? The worst like, WWF... Okay.
1: Are we ever going to do that? Uh, no, no, we can't. Okay.
0: It's just going to be overflowing. So the worst WWF Tag Team Champions, we heard some interesting names in the intro there. We're going to see who else made this list here. Mm-hmm. Quinn... We've talked about good tag team champions last week. You know, you have memorable wins, memorable defenses, memorable reigns in general. Tons of good ones. Yes. There's, There's just tons and tons of them. Tons of fun. The opposite would be true. For the bad ones, right? Where it's like, why were they tag champions? They didn't do anything, you know. They're just random people put together <laughs> yeah. for reasons. Poor because I just teams. had to like fill in a month or two. <laughs> right. So we're gonna have to see who made this list here. I'm excited. If you are, Quinn, are you excited? I'm excited. let's all right. then let's, I am too. Who, who's the first one? Ask Fink. Who is all right. it? Let's go down to Howard Finkel. Well, no, not Finkel. Does he do it? No, he know not okay. Let's go down to the crowd as they count us down. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's who does it. <laughs> let's all find out who drew number one not only do they have one of the most annoying theme songs of all time Mm -hmm. they also are a very annoying tag team and very bad tag team champions it's the right to censor I hate them. They're bad. Now, we're supposed to hate them, to be fair, in right. their heels, I mean, right? they stink. <laughs> uh, like, they're smelly. Um, right. so the- <laughs> their
1: shirts are bad. I just There's something about this I just never liked. So the right to censor
0: had one tag team reign. and we'll get into that.
1: But they had, like, a bunch of belts, didn't they? They had, like, women's
0: and stuff. Just that. Yeah, yeah that that was, the tag. that was their. That was their world title. Now, this got started because Vince McMahon is a noted petty asshole. Yeah, no shit. And because the parent teacher council the ptc or some so shit man was like them. hey wrestling's violent and he's like no it's not fuck you even meanwhile, though it is meanwhile hulk hogan <laughs> was just like no shit <laughs> <laughs> and so vince started this freaking stable called the right to censor because he's so funny yeah that's he, the he, thing about vince he's really
1: hilarious <laughs> like honestly i mean he really is good at making fun of things yeah. oh, via his characters right
0: what if all our stars have to take a legitimate drug test for steroids <laughs> he's fantastic uh, it's, it's at has got it. a great history of it whether it's the huckster and the nacho man I mean that right. was a plus comedy there or mm-hmm. Abe Knuckleball Schwartz making fun of the baseball strike like, he is just on the pulse of what people find funny
1: he really yeah he's a real king of comedy I would say <laughs> um,
0: really just excellent
1: my name is Rupert Pupkin
0: <laughs> I was born in Clifton New Jersey which was not at that time a federal offense and the right to censor was uh, his response to uh, people complaining that his bloody sport was a little violent at kennedy mcmahon and the product of my semen is my son Shay.
1: was he mainly mad because like wasn't it like Pepsi or something like stopped advertising, or maybe there was like somebody who pulled the coke. Maybe I don't, it could have been like because of this, but you know, that'll
0: show them. Let's yeah. have some wrestlers that were good and make them shitty.
1: Why don't you just try <laughs> to like tone down the violence so that maybe the, the sponsors won't leave <laughs> instead of like, no, fuck it, we're gonna have violence? And was it the thing was, RTC wasn't even violent, That's like, you would point. think like the response would be, here's these guys that are like. The, the the people banning it, but they're hypocrites. They're also violent. See, that you know? would have
0: actually been better. Yeah. But no, it was just Stevie Richards uh in his white yeah. socks, <laughs> like being boring. Yeah. And then they took uh the godfather and made him the good father. Was,
1: okay, can we just say for a second say it. how over he was yes. before this? Like extremely if you look back, even like later era godfather where was he was always just, over. He would just come out in the crowd time. And be like Yes, this is good. We <laughs> he's like fun. this. Like, yeah, it's like Duggan, right? Like, everyone looks back and it's like, oh, look at that slob who can't yeah. wrestle or whatever. Right. It's, a, it's the same thing with The Godfather. Like, he can't wrestle, whatever. Papa Sean go, ha ha. <laughs> but, like, The Godfather, every fun, man. single, but even into like 2000, whatever,
0: yep. like, he's still great. He's always fun. And uh, they had Bull Buchanan, who I personally love, he even hates, though Clay, he's he's, he's, he's good. He's
1: absolutely never, he was just like, big boss man's like brother or whatever he was like I, he sucked he's good he's a good wrestler no he's not yes he is you hype him wasn't he recon or sniper yeah, or one of them that's not doing him any what is his history of being in shitty factions <laughs> yeah, now really, he's like, being like a sub character he is he's, always
0: he's very sub yeah he's Goro. like
1: one of those ninjas in Mortal Kombat that you're like urmac they are like who like rain who picks him like <laughs> yeah.
0: Irma, that's a good one actually. And they also added to that stable Val Venus and made him completely boring.
1: Yeah, and, and again another character that was kind of you know he still was before that he
0: was fine. Like yeah. people were like we like Val Venus. Was, he was good. He's a good wrestler. Mm. Really? It's okay. he, he was is, a good wrestler. He's okay. Uh, and then they put Ivory in it and she had the feud with China and it was all bad. To I quote Quinn, the person who did the best work was Ivory, Ivory. because Ivory was actually like
1: hateable during this yeah. period and she completely transformed her character from this like. Sassy, <laughs> sassy but sexy. P- like, purple scarf. M- yeah, purple. What? I never understood where. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a purple scarf. Here, every, okay, <laughs> every time this scarf would show up, though, I, I was like, "Is there some backstory with this I don't know say- about?" Because it was one of the most confusing things in all of wrestling forever for me. I was like, "Did they explain that?" Like, I thought I just missed Jr. Yeah. saying it on a Raw at some point, I and I just did. didn't understand it. Like, because scarf. there was no WF Network back then, there was no way for me to find out. Yeah,
0: like, and we had more important things to worry about on tv at the time uh so anyway this was the faction now they were they were horrible yeah the whole thing was horrible
1: it was hideous and it was like a mainline feud going into a wrestlemania like it was like for months that like china and like other people were feuding with them it was terrible
0: and they won the tag titles really for no discernible reason just because they were like well they have to look reputable right i think is what happened there now you gotta remember they won them in november 2000 now the the tag division as a whole, in 2000, was very good because they had had the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian right. and the Hardys, the Rise of the Hardys. They also had two cool thrown into the mix and they were fun. So there were some good tag teams, right? Right. So for really, like Quinn said, just to make them reputable, I guess, they defeat the Hardy Boys uh, in November of 2000 on and, like, Raw. it derails the whole tag division for like <laughs> yeah. a couple months until they lose them. Yeah, and they lose them a month later in yeah. December at Sorry, Armageddon. one month. Yeah, one months. month. Yeah. Uh, to Edge and Christian who win them for like the millionth time, right? In a right, four-way match. We got to take those belts back to go do good things with them. Right, which yeah. is fine with it's me, like, right? It's like, okay, whatever.
1: As long as it's one of the three pillars right. like
0: having it. And Edge and Christian were great, obviously. Yeah. So in this four-way match, I just want to mention Armageddon. It was uh, also in the match where the Dudleys and the impeccable team, remember this one, of Road Dogg and Quick. Oh, remember that team? Oh, my God, That shit went on forever. Remember I Kayquick? just remember...
1: Every week on Rock K Quick, if you don't know, is our truth. It's our truth. He's <laughs> great. Which I don't, don't get me wrong. Which I don't even understand. Why was he K Quick when he first came, and then like he went to at, like the Indies or something, and they became Ron the Truth Killings. Yeah, and TNA. And then he comes back, and he's just our truth. Why was he not K Quick when he came back to W? It's a horrible name. Yeah, but at not even least easy to say. Here is the thing: K-Quick. is at least if you are a WF fan. You know who the fuck K. Quick is like I, at the very it's nothing lo- to be proud of. I'm, I know it's nothing to be proud of. I'm just saying that, like, K-Quick. I could never it's understand a horrible the, name, that's the, why. The, the
0: name change. Though. How, how much better is Here's the thing? is you, Would you
1: think it was horrible if he, like, did all the goofy r stuff that he does
0: now? Yes. K. Quick. That's a half step above Kweewee. <laughs> Kweewee was bad. Now, what's cool, though, is his real name was Ron Killings and Ron the Truth that's Killings. That's really his name? Yeah.
1: Wow, that's, that's a, a great, great name, right? He had, like, a built-in wrestling name. I'm yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Why didn't they go with that
0: initially? That's what I'm saying. Ron the Truth Killings was a great name. Our truth is okay, but as I a I wonder name, they can't put the killing in his name, probably. That's probably even why. Though it's his real name. That's my favorite part of wrestling, is the yeah, killing. The killing. A- an eight-year-old once told us that. Yes, it's true. <laughs> that's actually real. Anyway, that's it. I mean, <laughs> they had no fucking rain. Basically, it was like, we need to bolster
1: up... What are they called again? The, the right to censor. I was going to say it's, the silent majority it, or something, but
0: like. <laughs> Whatever their name is. The Moral Majority. Yeah. Is that Pat Buchanan? The Moral Majority? Was it he involved maybe, in that? Possibly. Bull Buchanan? Bull, B- they should have go. renamed him Pat Buchanan. Yes! You're right!
1: That would have made sense. <laughs> re- but then again, I bet you Vince likes him
0: for whatever <laughs> reason, so it's like, we don't want like, do like, yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, they sucked. When it comes to, look folks, when it comes to bad tag teams, we'll have to see who else made the list as the week, weeks go on. I understand that there's probably going to be some teams... Much like with the manager's thing, where, like, Coach John Tolos made it. you're just like... It was so short. But people seem to be, like, angry about it still to this day, right? I guess it's because, like you said, you did say this. They kind of derailed what was going on, so it was aggravating.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) in the end of the day, it was only a month. It was only a month. It was kind of like, whatever. It wasn't long enough to be that bad. If it was three months, it might be super distracting. Right. Where you're like, oh come on. Yeah. Like it's like what we were having this great shit. Like right. what
0: the fuck? This is only you gotta remember, folks, they win the titles here less than three months after TLC One at SummerSlam. Exactly. With the three best tag teams in the division. Right. You know, so yes it's irritating and yes it's supposed to irritate you, but you know, subjectively, I didn't like it. No. <laughs> so Nobody cared. But that's all I have to say about it. I mean, we've we've covered as much as we can. We've covered the purple scarf. We've covered Vince and his good, pettiness. That's a great thing, the purple scarf. Right. We've covered Pat Buchanan. Pat Buchanan. I'd say we fired our shots the in this PTC tank.
1: and all that yeah, shit. I mean, Vince, that's... Vince, who's also just great at making fun of people. Like,
0: so, you know... He's a knee slapper, man. Yeah, he's a real... He just, should go on tour. He should. (laughs) Who's next on this thing? You want to find out? Because I'm ready to. Let's let's do it. Let's just keep it moving here. Let's find out who drew number two. That's right. You're looking at the new World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions, Money Incorporated. Quinn, it's your favorite tag team, Money (sighs) Incorporated. Speaking of Vince being bad at, him, like, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's it's another un- one. freaking believable. Like, ah, the background on Money Inc., right? Yeah, okay. IRS Mike Rotundo, right, who had been in the WWF, yeah, he was at like SummerSlam 91 somehow. Yes, or something. He showed up, so obviously, Mike Rotundo, the father of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, and all that great. That's what they remember him as, that's what everyone knows. He was a WWF Tag Team Champion with Barry Windham. Yeah. You know, reputable US tag Express. team. US and Express. He had
1: so much charisma. It was,
0: <laughs> he didn't even have charisma then. No, he didn't. Uh, but he joined a varsity club in the NWA. Right. Then he became a... Once he graduated from college, obviously. Yep. They, he became an IRS man. He, well, he for, don't forget his career on, uh, on the high seas.
1: Right. Well, that was... <laughs> he was a captain. Well, see, that was just... In, that was He was boating... That's like a, that was like a college sport. He's in a varsity oh, club. Oh, right. Maybe yachting, competitive yeah. yachting. I'm saying after he got out of that, right? You
0: know, he what, went to Wall
1: Street. He went to Wall Street for a second, and he he's used like, that you know knowledge. what? Fuck these Wall Street guys. I'm going to prosecute them via the IRS. Right,
0: and that's what he did. I'd like to take a moment to offer a little advice as a certified tax expert on exactly what constitutes deductible charitable contributions. Again, Vince McMahon being mad that he had to like pay taxes or something i don't know yeah this this plays into the whole like okay with the ptc
1: vince is mad that they were like i don't know saying you had to make it not as violent and then he gets mad that he has to pay taxes like every other american like on earth like every other human on earth because literally the the, the joke is death and taxes are the only things that are certain right it's like why are you complaining like just pay them I have to pay them. You have to pay them. True. We all have to pay the damn taxes. <laughs> Stop it. You know, like just instead, Vince is like, you know what? Fuck taxes. I'm going to make a wrestling character just to say fuck taxes, <laughs> and
0: that'll really show them. They're not going
1: to make me pay them anymore because I have IRS the
0: wrestler. Yeah, what a good one. Uh, so yeah, he comes in in the spring of '91. Immediately is boring, and uh, yes, he's at SummerSlam '91 in the odd match against Greg Valentine.
1: I, I find it odd that he works there at that point. It, is, it is weird, seems, right? Like, tights on
0: instead of like the dicky pants (laughs) Not at, you know what I'm talking about not at SummerSlam but yes when he debuts he has like brown tights it's weird because he still has
1: the freaking um shirt on so he's got this big puffy shirt and he's got skinny tights with chicken so, legs yeah and it just looks well it's i think it's he probably doesn't have chicken legs as much as just the juxtaposition mm-hmm. between wearing tights with it's a real. puffy shirt
0: it's funny yeah <laughs> so anyway around the same time dibiase has been meandering around feuding with virgil well i wouldn't call it meandering that
1: was like a mainline feud that was like a bit if you go back to 91 yeah, it's that's a like a feel. big it's one yes, of the top okay. three feuds and then he feuds
0: with piper yeah. in the midst of that which is actually very good yeah the end of '91, while Sherry is still managing DBS, right? They team up. Uh There's. It's actually on one of the Coliseum videos of yeah. like it's. They're not called Money. Inc. It's just yet. like
1: a prototype or something. Yeah, and Sherry's their Sherry's manager. with them. Yeah,
0: but then they become a real team. And here's the whole deal with this, right? So the LOD is the tag champions. They have won them. They're great from the Nasty <laughs> Boys at SummerSlam '91, <laughs> the disdain with yeah. which you said that. <laughs> they're great. And anyway, at Rumble '92. The LOD takes on the Natural Disasters, retains their titles. Horrible mm-hmm. match, right? Between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania 8 in February, February 7th, I believe, there's this house show where Money, Inc. This is tell you all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, right here. Money, Inc. is suddenly a team. Right, yeah. With Jimmy Hart, right? Out of nowhere. baby. Yeah,
1: baby. Yeah, baby.
0: And they win the tag titles, allegedly, from LOD. No one's ever seen footage, but apparently they won it. Uh, wow, what a great team. What a way to put them over, right? Don't they just magically appear on Superstars
1: or yes. something as the tag champs?
0: We have the best wrestling manager in the World Wrestling Federation, Jimmy Hart, and he knows <laughs> all the flaws of the no natural Disaster.
1: That's right, and they've got a lot of flaws, and I'll tell you, too. Uh, I know they got some flaws.
0: And the storyline here is that Jimmy Hart gave natural disasters match to this new team of Ted DiBiase and IRS. Right, so,
1: so this starts this whole thing with Jimmy Hart and he's fucking everyone
0: over yes. like Nasty Boys and yeah, that happens later. Typhoon yep. and <laughs> all them. Like, I, you fuck over ty- Well, Eddie, Typhoon is someone you should fuck yeah. over. Who cares? Tugboat captain over here. <laughs> so, yeah, they should have a nautical feud, him versus IRS. So, uh, WrestleMania 8, eight mm-hmm. is the first, like, big stage of Money, Inc. And they take on the Natural Disasters who have just turned face but no one cares yet. Yeah, like so big really earthquake. Yeah, it's really crummy, though.
1: You know what I never liked about this? Also, what? Jimmy, who was like a big stooge for fucking earthquake, forever. for years now. Yeah, like why would he turn on him? Uh, yeah. yeah, like honestly, Jimmy was earthquake was like the second hockey talk man for him. Yeah, like, big seriously, supporter. Like, I love Earthquake, like, baby! Like, running around yeah, them and stuff. Yeah, it's,
0: like, it's just weird, right? Yep, and that kicks off the Reign of Terror for Money, Inc. They uh, they defend the titles against uh, the Natural Disasters of WrestleMania 8. It's a fuck finish. I think they take a count-out loss or something I like that. I never understood why there was a tag title match that had a fuck finish at a WrestleMania. That's a great like, question, Quinn. Another reason
1: why I just never liked Money, Inc. It's in a general. a fair question.
0: In July of 1992... Money Inc. loses to the natural disasters. uh This was on Challenge. No, not Challenge. Was this even televised? I know Again. That- Again. I know it's on uh, one of the tapes. I think it's on Grudges, Gripes, and Grunts. What a- like a year later.
1: Oh, things don't look good now. Oh, it's over. Oh, no. I can hear
0: the Richter scale stomping right now. I can see the needle going. Emo drop. It one. should be all one, two, three. It's over. They won it.
1: What a great <laughs> tag team!
0: The, and a rain. I mean, they they, they didn't Ooh. they not win them on TV. They didn't lose them on TV. It's true. Uh, they so natural disasters are now the tag champs through SummerSlam. Then in October of '92, this aired Challenge. The Money Inc. win them back from the disasters. No! great then Jimmy Hart fucks over the nasty boys in the same way that he fucked over the natural disasters Again, which is weird because the nasty boys are overtly <laughs> heel like they're very evil yeah they're jerks yeah Not like nice.
1: I don't understand them getting fucked over because like to me they're like they're jerks like you know yeah. I just it doesn't it I don't buy it that they would get turned on
0: right but Jimmy apparently really liked Dibiase and IRS so right. he stays with them that takes us through yes this is still going the winter of 1993 where Jimmy Hart suddenly has a change of heart and prevents Money Inc. from beating up Brutus Beefcake. Or Why? After all the fucking over everyone. <laughs> yeah.
1: That, you know, Brutus ass sniff over here, like, is the one he comes to. See. I guess, remember, they're friends in Florida. Oh, the the, baby. I know. The yes, Tampa I do. Times, at yeah. the, like, at the at the Sea house or whatever. <laughs> house yeah. A lot of nautical
0: themes on this yeah, one. quite. exactly. And then that leads to the uh, Mega Maniacs taking on Money oh. Or still the tag team champions at WrestleMania this 9. This is where I,
1: I'm <laughs> tapping out,
0: Joe. Like, there is just... Everything is just
1: declined and mediocre, and just... Why was this team... They acted like it was so good. Like, it just wasn't. <laughs> so if They're if not I'm even <laughs> like... Listen, I don't like Hulk and ass-sniff, but... There is no way that they're, like, somehow worse than Money, Inc.
0: Well, they're not. But, well, as wrestlers in the... No, I think Hulk Hogan's better than all of them. Yeah. Overall. But, anyway, King of the Ring, around June. Finally, the Steiners, not at King of the Ring, but around June, they win the titles... From Money Inc. at a house show, they, they, not
1: on pay per view again. What
0: is this? They lose him at a house show, and then finally the Steiners win him back. And Money Inc. quietly disbands in good. August of Nice. Good enough. <laughs> I,
1: all, all this secret crap, like them <laughs> losing belts, gaining belts, on and off. What is that all about? Like <laughs> I don't know. It's just actually, frustrating. Like it's like they're just a, an annoying team, and not in, like the good heel way. You're just like, get on with it already. Like enough. Well, and, I, and here's another thing. Mr. DeBias before yep. this he was like the i pull all the strings right, and he was right, just right. such an interesting character he like didn't need the title cuz he had his own championship belt right. and all this this just feels like such a step down for him.
0: Well, you know what it is though I think DeBiasy was had some wear and tear going on. He probably was doing better in a tag team than having a wrestle singles all the Listen, time.
1: I get that, but when you have such a strong character that's built on he doesn't need to do anything really right like that he's he's manipulating shit behind the scenes like brother love he's like paying for that right and like you know just stuff like that he's like involved with the macho king somehow or whatever yeah he's involved with a lot of people right so and, and fuck the big boss man and I'm, right you know i'll sneak under the ring and beat him up. <laughs> like all these cool things he did yeah th- again i'm gonna team up with the irs man like and that's and i'm gonna get my hands dirty like that's the other thing it's like dbos usually didn't lower himself to doing the work. Right. But he always looked like
0: sweaty and like he was doing too much. I don't know. Well, I just never liked this. I will give WWE credit. They portrayed Money, Inc. as if they were like this, some legends or this something. This team of technical mastery, and they really put them over. I mean, for years, I was like, man, this team's really good. Yeah, but you look at the matches. That's the other They're thing. they kind of boring. Look at, look at the matches.
1: They're supposed to be boring, though, aren't they? I just remember this one at like SummerSlam 92 or something. Am I that's Cancel what I'm thinking Yeah. Yeah, and I just hated that match for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. That bad. It's not. Maybe it's the puppets there too. It's like it's just. I. It's just like they're so lame and like LOD. They come in and they're supposed to act like this run's supposed to be so good, and they're like fighting the the IRS man and. Like, why are they not fighting big monsters? And I don't understand. So
0: is it mainly that you just think they're boring? Money ain't yeah, more than don't, anything? they seem out of
1: place. Like, they don't fit in the rest of the division. The, the things that DBS does, they belong in, like, singles. They belong centered around the world title in ways where he's, like, just manipulating things. This... Getting his hands dirty and wallowing away in the dumpy. <laughs> by the way, the tag division is like dumpy
0: by this point. Well, who do we got? Let's let's stack it up, right? 92, Nasties, 93. two, ninety three. They're okay. Natural disasters mm. like Beverly Brothers, Bever- Beverly Brothers, Bushwhackers like, are always I'm still saying there. We're
1: coming off. We had the Hart Foundation, the demolition. Yeah. I mean, even, like, the sub-teams were, like, somewhat... I, I hate to say Orient this. Express. Yeah, like, sub-teams like them, or even, like, in the late 80s, like, the Killer Bees were somewhat fun. Rougeos. Like, yeah, like... Yeah, but in 92, you had high energy. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> Head is, shrinkers. This is... You, these people are just... They're, like, replacements or something. They don't feel like the, the, the main division anymore, is my point. But who would you have had the tag titles on this whole time, then? Mm. I mean, honestly. Honestly, you know who came off the most over and like seemingly unstoppable it's by natural disasters actually well they did have a run at least yeah they they had a three-month run once they turned face i don't know why they turned them face like they should have been heels like always yeah that would have been better probably as heels because they just seemed like how the hell do you beat these guys right right? it's like they're just they're enormous but they can move yeah like you know like i don't know they're okay they're a good team i'm just that's the main team i think
0: like they seem like they should have been the long-term heels that everyone was chasing instead of Money Inc. Right? Yeah, fair. Or maybe even the net. Na- now the nasties had their time. The nasties, so yeah. The enough. nasties,
1: they got away with it, yeah, kind of thing. Like that. Like maybe I don't know. They should have lost it to some face or something, and then the national disasters get their hands on it, and like then you it's like climbing a mountain, right? right. They're like human <laughs> mountains, right?
0: <laughs> human <laughs> mountains. Well, I guess that's it for Money Inc. When we talked about and we talked about the rains. I guess it's ranking time, Quinn. Yeah. Okay. So back to the right to censor. So this is a tough one for me because, well, here's the thing between if, because
1: this is the first one, right? So we're we're just comparing the two and we just put one above the other. Yep. The thing about the right to censor that actually is like a good thing in their favor. Yeah. Is that it was so short. It was. It's kind of just a blip. No, it's a blip. And it's like, I don't know if it's like a Coach Tolo situation where (laughs) we just rank it like somehow better than Money, Inc.? Because Money, Inc. is just bad. I don't know. I don't think Money, Inc. is but that bad. But are you just letting the veil of, like, Money, Inc. technical masters, blah, 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 like, legendary team that, like, for, they're legendary because they say they are. They're not actually... They don't prove that.
0: No, it's not w- that. In actuality. If I'm being honest, it's that at least they, you know, they had high-profile matches and defenses. You know, they wrestled at two WrestleManias as right. a team. my point is they're on this list, though, because it was bad. I, yeah i, I mean, agree if, but we gotta, if there's
1: more bad then it should go higher no
0: <laughs> yes you know, and, you know what yes i mean no. like how
1: can you rightfully say that the right to censor is like worse when they're like a throwaway nothing coach tolo situation Claire. because that
0: makes them worse like at least money Inc had big defenses on pay-per-view i'm not saying they're great matches did did this team this yeah. horrible team right to censor did they like completely
1: destroy the tag division as a whole via this reign.
0: No, but at the same time, Money, Inc. didn't either. I mean, they did trade it with the Disasters. The Disasters got to run with it. I
1: guess my point is Money, Inc. really represents a decline in the tag division from, like, not the not Heart fault. Foundation era and all that. And yeah, like,
0: but those teams had broken up in 91, and the Rockers broke up in 91. and
1: I guess I'm just thinking they're like the masthead of this, like, decline era, like Money,
0: Inc. It's like, not their fault, though.
1: It's not, but they, it's still representative of like a shitty time for the tag division
0: well one of the things is we hadn't had a long-running heel tag team in a long time tag team champions that what is, is because, like demolition or something yeah, but even they turned face less than a year into their run right. you know eight months into being the and they, they were over anyway
1: i think when the last long-term heel the was. hearts
0: had it for most of 87 as heels well there's also fake demolition they didn't have the tag titles though yeah for they that did. long for that uh, long. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't that long. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Three-peat was, to was, SummerSlam. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that long. Uh, and then, who else had it? Well, honestly, that was Heel. That had it for a long time. The Na- Brain A few months. Yeah. Nasty's had it strictly to lose it to LOD at SummerSlam. Yeah, wow. I think
1: the only thing you could trace it back before the demolition thing was the Dream Team.
0: Yeah, and the Heart Foundation, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, and the Heel Heart Foundation. That's about it. But they were kind of goofs. Yeah. So this was almost unprecedented, meaning... Money Inc. to have their their grasp on the tag division essentially from early 92 until the late summer of 93. Right. It's pretty long. So there wasn't... It had been a long time. That said, I think that the fact that they are a notable team, they worked well as a team for what they were supposed to be doing. I mean, I, I know mean, you don't like it, but they're a good heel tag team in the ring. They're boring now. They, they draw heat. But they the, do.
1: They they draw...
0: Oh, come on. Don't be analyzing heat to now. Me, no, but there's always a good and bad heat.
1: There's heels that piss you off. Come on. And you understand why they piss you off. And then there's heels that, like, you just... I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Like, it's just... You know what I mean? It's just
0: boring. They are boring. I yeah. agree. I, I'm not saying they're not boring, but they're good at what they did. I'm not Fine. saying they're great. They're on an all-time team. I'll say this. I think
1: that... Okay, we can put Money, Inc. We better be behind, able to find Right to Censor... Yeah. Now, this is just a barely, and here's the other a thing, barely. A, a, pre- a preface Yeah, There mm. is no fucking way that the worst team has been picked yet. I don't the, think so. Like, there is no, just I no don't way. think so. Because right to censor, it's going to be like a Tolo situation, like I keep thinking. Probably, right? considering like some of the other teams that I'm sure so made unnotable it. unnotable and yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I think Money, Inc. is probably, in terms of who else is going to make it, they're up there in terms of being at least a legitimate team that had legitimate runs with a title, right. and they were pushed, and they were at pay-per-views and things. I can't think of one good thing they did, though. Money, Inc.? I thought they were effective. I'm not saying they're great. You know what yeah. I mean? But
1: I, I like them I, it's in just, theory. It's just my problem.
0: It's okay. It's just my only like it, my
1: only issue with them like somehow being not worse than... The right to censor? Come on, Quinn! It's just because the right to censor is so... It's, just, it's it's just the whole... No, that it's just nothing. I like, agree, it, you but know, you know?
0: Money Inc., you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if they made the rankings. Okay, this time I'll let it slide, Joe, but
1: here... I want to hear from the fans, actually, about this Go one. Ahead. Because, like, does more bad make you... Like, more length of bad make you worse than, like, a month of bad?
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Let like, us know your length and girth of badness.
1: I just feel like it's so hard to make that judgment right because i think people instinctively they say well it's got to be right to center because nobody cares about that but it's the point is the fact that nobody cares about it and it's so short make it less bad than something that was long and bad
0: but some people might say it was long and decent that's the thing i guess but i guess it, enough people thought yeah. it was bad to vote it into this so exactly so let's uh congratulate our losers here there go the losers. Yeah, and, uh, there they go. <laughs> At number one, the worst tag team of all time, right to censor. congratulations. And at number two, another Vince Vindictive project here, Money Incorporated. Folks, let us know what you think. You can do that on Twitter, at OVP Podcast. Send us an email or join the group. But Quinn, when we come back... Let's see what's going on in WCW in 1999. I can't
1: wait. It's going to be so exciting.
0: It'll be fantastic. It's WCW Saturday night, folks, and it is coming up right after this. Hello, wrestling fans. It's Joe here. And while we're on a break, I just wanted to take a moment to shout out three friends of the show. Check out
1: the New Day podcast
0: hosted by three guys that have actually worked in the actual wrestling business. I'm talking about
1: Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston. And Biggie,
0: They're going to bring their unique perspective as fans, but also as people that actually work in the industry, to a very creative and entertaining podcast. The New Day Podcast. And then check out Greetings from Allentown, hosted by one man, Peter Winson. He'll take you on a whimsical journey through retro wrestling's past. It's unique, it's quirky, it's greetings from Allentown. And finally, if you like your retro wrestling slathered in barbecue sauce, check out Mike Mills and Book in the Territory, as they bring you the very best in the southern front wrestling we're talking about smoky mountain and the nwa it's booking the territory so again our three friends of the show the new day podcast greetings from allentown and booking the territory jimmy hart we know what you're up to we know that you signed this match we know that you got the steiner brothers after us right before wrestlemania in a non-title match to try to hurt us so it's easy for the mega maniacs well it's not gonna work is it, Ted? That's right, Irwin. But it's Hulk Hogan, I guarantee you, behind it. Hogan, you want to come back and make a big impression on everybody? Come to the aid of your friend. You want to soften us up, and you want to use the Steiner brothers to do it. And you know, and Jimmy Hart knows, all of our weaknesses. So sure, tell him everything you know. Get us hurt. No WrestleMania or a soft touch. Well, it ain't going to happen.
1: <laughs> we beat the best to become the best.
0: And we're going to stay the best. All the way to WrestleMania. Yeah. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for being with us here, episode number 172. Mm -hmm. So, Quinn, we're reviewing something now. We are. I can't wait. Uh, (laughs)
1: I I was very excited for this one. Um, This is one of your ideas. This is is a Quinn favorite right
0: here. Little background, I guess, right? Uh, WCW Saturday Night. A very exciting show. Yes. What are your personal favorites from the mid-90s? I really like this show. I know.
1: To be honest with you. And, like it pains me what, <laughs> what happened to, to it see the like, ruins of it here so here's the thing wcw saturday night was like the premier thing they had it was like two hours on tbs every saturday 605 everyone knew the times like since like the 70s 71 and it was like their main show yep and then they're like fuck vince we want to make nitro <laughs> yep. and in the process they do this slow like you know the the usual it's just basically what vince did to superstars right where the slow like it doesn't matter anymore it's just shit but there's still somehow matches on it that aren't like it's got its own exclusive stuff stuff. Yeah. yeah
0: it was the b show from the time nitro debuted until the time Thunder debuted, right. which was January of '98. It,
1: it's so sad when they
0: do this to a show,
1: though. <laughs> like, that's like, it, I just, it really pains me.
0: Well, by the mid 90s, the uh, competitive night, obviously, for wrestling, the hot night had been established as Mondays. And then Thursday, eventually. And then Thursdays with SmackDown and Thunder. So, WCW Saturday night really was kind of a throwback in a lot of senses to yeah. the old school. Yeah. You know, this had just a gr- bunch of jobber matches, basically. A bunch of jobber matches for a lot of this run. It was which do- I love because <laughs> WCW has some the- pr- primo yeah. jobbers,
1: man. WCW really did. They took the legacy of like WF having like a bunch of crazy oh, yeah, yeah. and they like to me wcw always took it to the like extreme like in a good way where yeah. it's just like who are these people <laughs> it's interesting and they appear a lot and you're like this is kind of cool actually yep. like who these people never make it to nitro and you're like
0: it's so interesting yeah, what man. is this who yeah. what's going on here so basically what had happened after thunder debuted in january 98 is wcw saturday night became their c-level show and like quinn said there were still exclusive matches and finally, the last one, which we're not reviewing, the last one. The last one was April first, two thousand. Because, well, I should say this: April first, two thousand, was the last time in its traditional format. Let me rephrase right. that with exclusive matches. Then it became a recap show. Then in July, it became WCW Saturday Morning for like what a month mu- <laughs> for like, like a month
1: and a half. You know, like this this time slot, right? That they were so proud of right. forever. Right, six oh five Saturday night, two hours. Yep. Right. Said, it's actually a great time slot if you're a kid, right? Because what are you fucking doing on Saturday at 6? Like, if you're like 10. Your dad's like, I, you can't go out after dark. You're a
0: child, right? So, like, I'll watch the wrestling, right? Yeah, I loved watching the show. Yeah, I did. I, I watched really, it a lot. It was at
1: a perfect time, right? You come in, you eat dinner, you finish that, you got yep. nothing to do. You just watch you wrestling. You can't go outside to play anymore because it's too dark. Especially in the winter. So now, like, there's wrestling on until 8, until Snick comes on. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was this great, awesome.
0: man. No, two hours especially. Yeah. Now I want to clarify here. Occasionally there would be 1 hour versions usually right, due of to the Braves or whatever. Usually due to the Braves. Yeah, they would shorten it to an hour and that's what we're doing. But still
1: 1 hour's great.
0: It's great. Yeah. And what we're doing is a 1 hour episode. In fact, what we're doing is the last 1 hour episode that we could get our hands on. Oh really? September 4th, 1999. Now a little refresher as to the summer of 1999 here. Um it sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The WWF despite what you think retrospectively of the Attitude Era and its creative, was kicking the piss out of WCW in the ratings <laughs> I, right I, now. You know,
1: I got to say something here. It is absolutely mind-boggling how much of a piss they beat out of them. Oh, my God. Because think about this. September 99, WCW was a completely different place. Right? Yes. It was like actually still a huge company like yeah it was to be fair like uh, you know i don't want to hear all the they ruined it blah 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 sting hogan uh, the point is is people were fucking watching they were like what's gonna happen with
0: goldberg right there was they're still stuff going off, on they're
1: coming off the goldberg thing right yeah they got a bunch of superstars yes right?
0: they have a lot of good wrestlers they got
1: a lot of good wrestlers they got a healthy lazy. cruiserweight division
0: yes very healthy they got
1: all this good stuff uh-huh what the hell like <laughs> we watched this i'm like what is this company? Yeah, like, it's what bad. happened?
0: This is about a month before Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara came in. And, uh, and honestly, we'll if, if
1: you're at this point in time,
0: <laughs> you're
1: probably saying, I'll do whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's funny. They make fun of Vince Russo. But if you see the position, this the, is this, oh, this, anus. It is it is so nothing.
0: It really is, Quinn. Yeah, I it totally really agree. needed.
1: I hate to say it, it needed the wackiness of Russo to be even moderately interesting. It spiced things up
0: for a few months, I'll tell you that much. It's not
1: good, but I'm just saying it's better than this. (laughs) It is.
0: That's all. You want to get into it? Let's do it. Folks, it's WCW Saturday Night, September the 4th, 1999, and we open with a techno-themed intro. Yeah, a bunch of crazy rave people in a dance room. Ah, Everyone looks like they're on E. Yeah, what? Like, what is this opening? <laughs> yeah, because nothing says dropping some E like Mike Tenay, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, too, because
1: you're right. They, like, they show, like, all this do do do, do. do dancing like that shit returns from that
0: worldwide we oh, did the like do do horrible
1: do, 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 do yeah, like that. the whole fucking show but we actually get to see like the background story behind why that music is playing yeah and people son. drop an e people <laughs> drop an e right but then they're like let's go to cheese <laughs> yeah. and fucking scott like and, and it's just like what yep. they are just in like a studio yeah that's all it is again what the hell happened to <laughs> this show why do these drug people have shitty wcw <laughs> logos on their feet like what? Like, what? is this why why the shitty logo god it's like our friend used to say really like yes when they got the when they changed the logo that like was the that was the downfall <laughs> that's like, really one of those folks because it's always a signal to me yep. right it's that logo that wc logo where you're like does this say WCW? You're not even sure because yeah. it just looks... It's all squished. It's all weird. The C is too big and the, the Ws are stretched out. And you're like, are those even letters? Like It looks like a tramp stamp.
0: That's right. It wasn't Vince Russo. It wasn't Eric Bischoff. It wasn't Bill Bush. It was changing the logo it that killed logo. WCW. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, this is brought to us by Extreme Wrestling Torrents, which made you know, me laugh.
1: I, I used to love that yeah, site. Yeah, That was the, like, WE network before.
0: It was, Like, man. it was the only way you could get old shit. Yep. And apparently this was on there, what which is funny. yeah. uh, That intro, though, you're right. That was horrendous. And like you said, Quinn, we're joined by Old Cheese Breath and Scott Hudson from just a crummy desk area. Lock it in. It's WCW Saturday night. Scott Hudson and Iron Mike today here on the Superstation. Hudson's got his... Golf shirt on, and he talks. He, he really looks like he belongs in the rave zone. Huh? He talks about how uh, there's going to be a Sting Hogan match happening at Fall Brawl in Fall
1: '99.
0: Still, still doing this. How is this. What? I didn't
1: even know this was happening at this. Like what? Like, didn't we get enough of that
0: two years ago? Yeah, two yeah. years ago. It was horrible then. I'm sure it's uh, even going to be more oh, horrible here. Horrible. They also mentioned how we're going to get to see the debut of Berlin from last week's night show. Can't wait for that. And they act
1: like he's new, even
0: <laughs> though he's Alex Wright. Like yeah.
1: they. Why is this consistent? I remember
0: this. Yeah, like, it was a big deal. They made a big deal. It's like he's got a limo, like he's the NWO, so he's <laughs> cool or something. And didn't Duggan just like no sell him or something and it I ruined the gimmick? I swear within like two weeks, like somebody beat the ass Duggan, out of him, and I It was, think. It was Duggan. Because USA. Well, good. <laughs> he, he wasn't good. <laughs> he wasn't, you're right. Uh, plus, we you got to see 4 by 4 Who? (laughs) I Uh, don't know. I don't even remember this guy. (laughs) But first, clean out the litter box. It's time for the cat.
1: My. Goodness! What they just listed
0: off a pile of oh, shit. shit, didn't they? Like four by four, like four by four. Cat. The cat, Sting Hogan version twenty, Berlin. Yeah. Um. Uh, we go to ringside now, where it's still Cheese and Hudson on commentary.
1: What happened to the Saturday night I love? You know, with Dusty acting stupid, got a bicycle <laughs> yeah. and like uh, was the cat <laughs> meow meow. Yeah, like he
0: would have actually like fixed this. Yes.
1: Like uh, yeah, d- meow. This could have been the dumbest fucking hour of wrestling, and Dusty <laughs> would have somehow like. Could you imagine him throughout this whole thing? Yep. Like when all the other stuff happens oh like, god scott hudson is trying desperately he's to be so dusty crappy. with his jokes
0: the whole show oh.
1: he's just not dusty like i need dusty this is a clubbering yeah like, you know it like, would have
0: been effortless you know i'm like, today cat us not nine lives let's see if he uses one of these if he wheel. you will he would have like, just
1: been like immediately entertained Yeah. like
0: why did, even if cheese was still there yeah no he would have been good he's good with everybody yeah dusty's good with everyone <laughs> he
1: is like one of the most <laughs> underrated commentators Ever.
0: And he's not here, sadly. He fixes everything. He does. He's like duct tape. Yeah. Dust tape. Uh, the cat enters now. That's Ernest Miller. With Sonny Ono in like his French's mustard colored <laughs> suit. Quinn, I hate this already. <laughs> the piped in booze. The public domain music. Scott won't stop making
1: cat jokes. I hate all of it.
0: Like, it's all bad. <laughs> I know. It is. Uh, Disgruntled looking Nick Patrick is going to be our referee here. And Scott, uh, he actually calls Sonny Colonel Mustard. It's horrible. And he doesn't it's stop. Hate- the whole match he's
1: like the Colonel like as Colonel if, like, Mustard like, Colonel Mustard like, what? it was to the point where I was like "Did this, was this a thing like, no because he says it was so emphatically he lit, thinks right? he's like, funny but like, this
0: is something on a weekly basis on Nitro when he comes out they call him Colonel Mustard I've never heard of that I've before since i never heard since. that in my life never Cat takes the mic from David Bund over here mm-hmm. and he's like Cut my James Brown music off. It was like literally already <laughs> off. He like fucked up. Yeah, was he, he thinks he's Rick rude. <laughs> it's awful. So the cat says he came to WCW to show how great he is, how he's going to beat up any of these rednecks in the audience. Please just start the match. Like, please. No, but he doesn't yet. He says he's going to call his mama, that he's going to whoop everyone here. Wait, never mind. No, he's yeah, going to leave. Not, that's not the right federation. Right. <laughs> he's going to leave because he's a three-time world karate champion, and people don't deserve to see him do his karate. This is so long. This is so long. This is, I swear to you, Joe, it's like a quarter of the show, <laughs> like him talking. Hudson sits Colonel Mustard again, already running this into the ground. Cat says, you know what? He's not going to do karate. He's just going to rustle someone in three minutes or less. I hate all of it. <laughs> I hate it. Hudson says, "Colonel Mustard Ah! again." As I need to remind everyone, this is before Vince Russo. Right. Just for the record, okay? (laughs) It's Uh, it's already bad. Vince Russo. Right. Cat's opponent. As the motherfucking disciple, but like looking like imitation Mike Enos. What even is this? He still worked here at this point. I mean, he
1: has, he's like all shit. He's got like white boots, but the biker gear, but his hair is not long That's anymore. All looking like a big three. He Just, looks more Brutus y than Disciple Yeah, he does.
0: Just make it's it ama- all stop. You know what's stop, amazing? Is,
1: remember when he looked so different that you couldn't recognize With him? The beard. But it's like as soon as the hair cut off, <laughs> like he still had the
0: beard. Kind like, of, as it's soon as they as cut the
1: hair off, you're like, and they took the sunglasses off, you're like, oh, it's Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even like questionable Why was anymore. Why is
0: he here? I don't know. Today at least mentions that disciple is Hogan's old sidekick. You know yeah. they have to they mention throw that. that in.
1: Like um. he's like a tough customer, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like what? It's that? Brutus Beefcake. It's Brutus Beefcake.
0: Zodiac, deceitful, Booty, Booty Man. Just enough all with all these
1: things. Thank goodness for Colonel Mustard
0: lock-up and a roll-up by Cat for one. He celebrates because he's a heel. Lock-up again, roll-up by Bootyman for one. Cat complains of a hair pull. He's bald. Get it? Mm -hmm. Then gets into a shoving match with Nick Patrick. Waist-lock and a go-behind by Beefcake to the mat. Front face-lock by Brood-Eye here. But the cat makes their open bales. Back in. Irish whip and a hiney by Beef. But this is very poor. Can
1: I just say that? <laughs> yeah, it is. Did you ne- did you mention that fucking
0: disciple
1: has his vest on the whole match? <laughs> yeah, you know, oh yeah, like he doesn't even take it off. What like, is it looks an like an action it, figure. It's weird. Yeah, it looks like it's like. Is like, I don't get it, and it doesn't move either. Didn't it? It's like he sewed it to his skin or something. Like it's the weirdest shit the whole time. I couldn't it's, stop looking at it. You're right; he
0: does wear it the whole match. Yeah. It's true. Middle rope clothesline now by disciple, but Cat gets up with a kick. Irish whip and Sonny Ono blatantly interferes. Patrick just ignores it because he doesn't care. Disciple then nails Ono, but Cat lands a kick for the win in two minutes and forty nine seconds. Piece of shit, like <laughs> it's horrible. Cat celebrates like a giant puss. Now the mean Gene in a fake locker room to plug the hotline. He looks all tired. <laughs> he's like, "Do I have to work? Like, why did I sign this contract? Like, you know, yeah. give me a break, give me a break." And he says, "On Nitro, you saw Randy Savage. He definitely 100 says Savage. He does. Like, it's he's real. not fake. It's, it's real. Randy Savage." And you want to find out if Savage likes Hogan? Call the fucking hotline, you asshole. Uh, Saturday Night is also brought to you by Snickers. Yeah, in case you care. I don't. I can't even believe Snickers paid for this, <laughs> like, honestly. like This seems yeah, like a know? waste of their time. Do they know what they're paying do, do for? Do they
1: still, like, in the catalog for buying ads and still say, like, oh, the most reputable wrestling program, WCW's mainline thing or Wait, whatever?
0: I'm just imagining that, like, a Snickers, like, VP sitting there reading a catalog for like, ads.
1: Yeah, well, think about it. It's probably, like, the description, right, when they're buying catalog. Well, they, they probably have have a catalog where they must right i don't know where it's like well they have to have like a reference point where they like bought their ad buys yeah so i'm wondering if like they still were pushing saturday night like it's like one of wcw's like main shows Tons of people watch it yeah and everything. it's, like, it's <laughs> getting
0: like 0.5 <laughs> yeah, like, probably yeah this past monday on nitro berlin got out of a black limo and we see stills of this under an obnoxious techno beat and the stills are
1: horrible all stretch it's that widescreen Ugh. shit again from again from the world <laughs> and you know what's amazing this is like 99 that worldwide was like two years after this Yeah, it was all one and they were still doing this yes, stretch shit <laughs> terrible like, why did they not <laughs> understand that like 16 by 9 looks like butt in 4-3 <laughs> like you don't it looks bad. I know it does. Like, <gasps> I can't even see. The thing is, you're here's the other thing about that. Yeah, just just on like a technical level, which is really confusing. Yeah. Do you realize they're taking a four three image from Nitro, stretching it to sixteen by nine, and then putting it in a four three yeah. box?
0: It's really like, stupid. It, you can't even see what you're looking at. Right. <laughs> they're like, look at this.
1: It's like I can't see it.
0: <laughs> it's like printing something out and then scanning it. Yeah, and it's then. Like- and then Put unscanning it yeah. like it's just weird. And why are they showing stills of Nitro Quinn? By the way, just yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you're it, you're like gonna it's a pay per view. Rent it at
1: the store. <laughs> the fuck is? Remember just, all those boxes of old Nitro episodes at like your local video store? Just
0: show the footage. What you stills? know what they did
1: that too? It'd be like it would be like not even five episodes. It would be like two episodes on one tape and it's like SLP and it's like the worst quality because the
0: episodes are very long. Breaks your VCR. Like a six hour EP tape. Horrible. Berlin doesn't like America or Buff Bagwell. Well, technically no one likes Buff Bagwell. Yeah, I'm on Berlin's side here. Who likes likes Buff Bagwell? Did
1: they, did they even show Buff Bagwell no, in this? They just mentioned it. They were it. like, he hates him, and it's like Buff Bagwell didn't even like retort yeah. or anything. Everyone's like, He's, yeah, we all hate him. What is Buff Bagwell like? Who is this guy? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like is that you, Alex? <laughs> like you know that kind of thing? Yeah
0: back to the ring now where Viano 5 enters to his happy ass pop music yeah and to zero
1: reaction the music sounds like the first stage of a B tier video game <laughs> I swear it's happy though you know like the B tier games from like the PlayStation 2 era where they had like endless money oh god and there's yeah. just like all these like ancillary games that I don't know like rise to honor or something like yeah. and you're like
0: what is this yeah, like it's like, really shit for yeah, fun yeah. Bengayo <laughs> stop or, yeah,
1: it's like weird
0: Scott and Cheese emphasize that Berlin can speak English they make sure to mention this like 48 times next up we have <laughs> Flash LaRue and his sideburns Ugh, the WCW jobber stalwart. who even wins
1: this honestly <laughs> like Lash LaRue is nobody Remember him? Villiano 5 is like he's also another like I've been working here forever yeah like back to like the Jericho like the cruiserweight yeah, battle royal uh, probably before
0: that oh I'm sure he was there only 97 or Whatever, earlier how,
1: did Villiano 4 exist during like 99 I WW? don't know like, I don't
0: know <laughs> the announcers care so much about this match that so they talk about Goldberg and DDP <laughs> referee- I mean I would <laughs> like what is this <laughs> referee is Billy Silverman, of course, because it just always <laughs> the, no matter where a, I mean, we go. You can't escape him. It's amazing. Larue attacks a start, corner whip, misses a charge, arm drag by Viano, crummy drop kick, tilt war backbreaker by number five here. This is the best I've <laughs> ever seen a Villano. a a yeah. do. Not t- not just five. Just any of them. Yeah. Off the ropes, Bulldog and LaRue bails out to walk around and right into a senton off the apron by Viano there. Mm-hmm. Back inside, LaRue was able to get a float-over vertical suplexa for two, inverted atomic drop, and some punches by Lash, followed by a split and a clothesline. What a dork, split. by the way. The split dance Idiot. thing.
1: It's so stupid. <laughs> Chinlock now by Lash. Meanwhile, Scott mentions that Lenny is the Cruiserweight champ. Do they mean Lenny Lane? Hmm. He had the title? <laughs> really? I think so. I don't even remember that at all. Th- was anybody watching? Ww ninety nine, like seriously, like it was I was hard. To, it so, was hard to watch. I was so unaware that Lenny Lane had a cruiserweight title run. But Summer ninety nine, Ww is rough. It has to be man. him too, right? Because has, there is no, no other, other Lenny. There is no other Lenny. Lenny give me back my Lover Boy tape.
0: Remember, <laughs> yes. Viano up now. Lens DDT. He misses a drop kick though, and Lash gets a punch. Yes, a punch for a two count. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larue with a suplexa for two. As now, Cheese talks about Kaz Hayashi, and no wonder no <laughs> one cared about the cruiserweights at this time. Kaz Hayashi—he he he sounds like fucking, he'd be good, but he's not. I remember him; he yeah. was just
1: a jabroni yes. in the cruiserweight He's like a guy who loses to Jericho or something. Wasn't
0: you know? he the, was he the guy that in like '98 tried to like join in the Alex Wright disco dancing team? Maybe Wasn't that him Sunset flip by Viano for a very close two count Lariat by Lash Corner whip But Viano avoids a charge lands a scoop slam And a standing senton for two Viano now heads to the middle rope And lands an inverted DDT on Lash for a close two That was good Come on Viliano. I know he's good right Yeah
1: he's not bad He's
0: not Uh, Hudson says the Lashinator. What a, that name really caught on. <laughs> yeah, called, like wildfire. What a legend. Uh, LaRue with a kick and a Northern Lights float over for two. Off the rope, Sunset Flip by Viano gets two. LaRue with a front slam for the win. This match was pretty good, actually. Not bad. Yeah,
1: it was good at the end. Even Cheese and Scott like sort of cared for a second. <laughs> yeah, they stopped talking about DP and <laughs> stuff. It was nice.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, LaRue, not making this up, he's very proud of his sideburns as we fade away. To plug Hogan and Sting at Fall Brawl. Remember Hulk his face again? Yes, completely with the
1: the yellow and red
0: and all that. It's real, weird. (laughs) Remember they released the WCW
1: CD with like his, you know, he's an American, (laughs) like, but in mixed with all the other like current music. Yeah, it's real. I I had that CD just for that song. It felt so throwback, and I think WCW didn't release that song. In any form prior to that. I don't think it had been. I think you're right. I yeah. think that's literally why I got it. Because I was like, oh, it's like old school or
0: whatever. It's like five years old, which yeah. is a long time in WCW yeah, timeline.
1: Yep. I just remember getting that CD just for that.
0: Well, I don't blame me. That's not a bad idea, actually. So two weeks ago, Barry Windham what? and Scott putsky beat the what? shit out of each other. Before Scotty Riggs nailed Putzki by accident and the Wyndham Brothers won. Yeah, I have no recollection of any of this one. Yeah, that very famous tag team of Putsky and Riggs. (laughs) Did anyone even know they were a team? No, I didn't know Scott Putzki worked
1: in WCW. There's no way. Well, I knew he did. (laughs) I I don't remember that. I swear this was like a one-week team. There is no way.
0: It must have been. It was probably
1: just like, oh, here's these guys who are going to job to the Wyndhams, and then this happens, and you're supposed to be like, Oh, that sucks, you know, and like so that they can fight on, like, fucking Saturday night. Yeah,
0: this. Yeah. Back to ringside now, where Scotty Riggs makes his entrance with, like, a makeup mirror. He's doing the Mr. Wonderful gimmick. I guess that's a thing now. So he
1: doesn't have an eye patch anymore.
0: Also, his music's, like, very PS1
1: and generic. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Notice every WCW theme is very video game. Horrible, too. Most of them are all bad. (laughs) I kind of always, like, there's a certain charm to, like, how they're just public domain video game music but like whatever
0: <laughs> little Nate is gonna be rf here as riggs grabs the mic to cut a hideous promo and waste everyone's time basically he's like tired of second generation wrestlers
1: why should i even care also how did riggs eye get better yeah. can someone explain this is that canon anywhere <laughs> they never
0: mention it right
1: like, raven i remember he put like a fucking chair or a knife in it or something <laughs> i don't know what he did burn but, it or something i don't it remember was something bad like it was something like his eye is not going to get better right like you know what i mean like yeah. dude, this is permanent it's like he's fucking big boss from metal gear you know like like when they put that they burned his eye out like that's yes. not you're not fixing that i don't
0: understand this sorry uh rig says you've ruined the Putsky name you're really scott Dudsky. this is hideous reminder this is before vince russo yeah <laughs> putsky comes out to very inspired music and grabs the mic, but
1: surf rock. music. Yeah. Like,
0: listen. <laughs> like, it was just awful. He calls Riggs a cupcake. Answer to the challenge. 31. You cupcake. And then gets attacked. I, yeah. What the fuck are we watching? I don't know. What are these what promos? Is, what is this feud? Who is are this these developmental? People? Who are these people? Like. Aren't these guys I'm, both like 38? Shouldn't I'm, they be I'm better? expecting
1: Buddy Lee Parker to come out and be like, yeah, you can do it, kid, or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like It's see- like their trainer at the power plant.
0: Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Anyway, Irish whip in a back elbow by Riggs, big right hands by Riggs, some rope choking, Irish whip again, duck under, and a nice clothesline by Putzky, Irish whip in a backdrop. Meanwhile, Cheezel, you can meet Goldberg at the mall or something.
1: <laughs> like, who even cares? Like, what, <laughs> what is he talking about? You know, Scott, we can meet Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? be I mean, at the uh, Sussex, Sussex Mall in Saskatchewan.
0: <laughs> Riggs begs off, so Putzky just punches the crap out of him. Corner whip is reversed by Riggs, but he misses a charge, walks into more punches, Side slam by Dino putsky over here with yep. rigs with some punches and a jawbreaker. As now, Mike Tanay brags about taking a hard hat tour of the new Phillips Arena. Oh, no. I got to take a hard hat tour through the new arena, Scott.
1: God, what is he, fucking Tony the Tiger? Like, going to <laughs>
0: check out stuff before? He probably wears a hard hat to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> he is a nerd. Safety first. Corner <laughs> went by Putsky in a clothesline as Putzky signals for the Polish Hammer. But Riggs pulls uh, Little Nate in front, nails a low blow, and then the Famouser for the win. It's all bad. It's f- very he, bad. Okay, so I was very confused about
1: does he call like the Famouser a Rochambeau or is it, does he call it the showstopper? Showstopper. But
0: he says, Ro, he's like, he no, did a Rochambeau. That's kicking him in the balls. Remember South Uh-oh. Park? Uh, you kick uh, me in the balls. I'll kick you in the balls as hard as you can. That's what he's referencing. Okay. And you kick me in the balls God, as hard he's as you can.
1: Thinks he's, so, he's making a 90s reference that literally like no one remembers. Yeah, no one cared about to begin with. Yeah. Unless you're like eight, yeah. <laughs> maybe you remember it. Yeah, I probably knew what that was back I then. I think I did. I did watch plenty of South Park back in the day. Yeah. I don't watch it now.
0: I know a lot of people still follow it. It's the same thing with The Simpsons. Yeah. How is that still on? I don't know, but people do follow it. <laughs> I know it too. they do. Yeah. I'm not judging anyone. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'll get a quick uh, fall ball. Fall ball. <laughs> fall ball. We get a quick fall brawl bumper here for Goldberg versus DDP. Didn't yeah. that happen
1: on Nitro probably like forty-five times probably. by this point? And yeah. this is like,
0: just so you know, folks, this is Dirty Era DDP, Jersey Triad Era, yeah. shorter hair, greasing, yeah. just
1: work at the beach, and like, this- <laughs> whatever.
0: And this is like, no one cares about Goldberg anymore. Era it yeah.
1: is after the
0: the taser. It was kind of. It was the party was over. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, last week. I have no idea what happened. B.A., First Family, 4x4, bear-hugging Jimmy I was like, Hart. what is all of this? What like, this? I don't remember any of these people at all. Brian Knobs of the chair, what am I seeing? <laughs> and seriously, who is 4x4? I don't know! <laughs> he never became anything. <laughs> I know! Is that Kenny K.? No, it's Hugh Morris. Who are these people? <laughs>
1: I barely know anyone on the Face Team. Although the heels are a collection of idiots. Nobbs, Hugh Morris, and <sighs> Jerry Flynn. <laughs> say how much I detest Jerry Flynn. Like, the fat karate man, too much hair, he's just the worst, and it's especially annoying in a world where Jerry Flynn exists. Like, it's just like, what is this guy? Why is he called this? Why is he gross? Why is he not competent at all? Why is he not Jerry Lynn? Why did he jettison the karate pants and now has tights? He looks extra weird.
0: Like, I just, what is he? I I always got him confused, like, during this time with Jerry Lynn. Lynn. Right. And also, he's got the mullet, so he looks like Steven Seagal. Like,
1: he's just, I don't, he's just an annoying character. <laughs> and he's very poor. But, like, he's like an imitation or something. Like, he's just like, get off my TV. Yeah, like, very can, can they hire um Mr. JL again or whatever? Yeah, can we have him back? Yeah. Is he
0: in ECW right now, right? Uh, I don't Rob know if he is yet. Like, I feel like that was right around 2000. Time. Yeah. Right around when they yeah. go on TNN, right? So it's yeah, soon. It's uh, soon. Also, why is Knobs wearing a duster? Who is swole? What did I just see? Back to yeah, Ringside. Who is swole? Well, I don't they know. Keep saying his name in the mix of all these what people? Is and this? I, I swear, like, Lash LaRue was there. Probably. But it, his back was to the camera, so I wasn't sure. This is before Russo. Just reminding <sighs> everyone. Back to Ringside now, where Knobs and Jimmy Hart enter to very unnecessarily happy synth music for Knobs. <gasps> what was this? Why
1: was it uh, just the where the nasty. Right. What like, happened? Why to that? It?
0: Because he even says later in the show, he's like, I'm a nasty boy or whatever. We know. That's all you ever are. Jimmy, they're motioning to Brian Knobbs that it's time for revenge. It's time for payback. Oh, Jimmy, heart is hot. It sounded like a keyboard... casio demo song or something terrible and today today hey scott did you see jimmy hart on vh1 he's
1: acting like that's mainstream like that's really the best they got it's like jimmy hart was on vh1 probably like for four seconds yeah. he's like i helped them make
0: this song or something like on behind the music probably probably nobs grabs the mic and just yells his usual stupid shit he'll kick his but
1: so nasty. <laughs> yeah, but right, yeah,
0: they are one of the big purveyors of butt, right? Yeah,
1: because they they're from a time. So the Nasty Boys are this weird thing, right? Where they're from like the very very like rated G, yeah. like Hulk Hogan, very era. G, like <laughs> they they're supposed to be nasty, right? So you would expect them to be like fuck off and yeah. like just you are. Poop or and whatever. Just bust people open and right, stuff. And stuff. Instead, they have to say butt and duty. <laughs> and and they, don't like, they never do anything. And they never do anything because they can't. <laughs> yeah. Like the Nasty Boys in the Attitude Era would have probably been freaking awesome. Oh, they would have. Like, yeah, it's
0: like seriously. It w- yeah, no, for real. The one glimpse we got was in WCW in like 94. They had that street fight with uh, Mick and uh, Mad Mountain Rock. Yeah,
1: there was like this weird, that like, was if good. they just stuck around, Yeah. like they would in the Attitude Era, they oh, would have fit right in.
0: Imagine them like fighting the New Age Outlaws and people like that I mean, in 98. They
1: could have started saying ass. And and yes, shit, like you know, and then actually being nasty, right?
0: But they're just kind of like mildly like crude. God,
1: it it's actually like sad they didn't get, they weren't able to convert them, and they were just left in this like butt and stinky stage. Yeah, you know?
0: even when Knobs was like the hardcore, <laughs> Remember, right? That would have been the time. Like, like you know what I mean, but Debbie said he fucked up with their whole dark card hard, oh, hardcore man. division
1: anyway. Anyway, me- I always thought Nobbs had potential to not be shit. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like but he didn't. He's always that one guy. I was like, they, ah, they just like they missed the mark with Nobbs. Like they, he just he had charisma. He there did. was something about him. And he had a like, spark, and it just like it's just wasted. Right? It's kind of like Bubba Ray.
0: Very similar. Yeah, but Bubba Ray is a lot better. Than I think. Brian I think it's just the
1: opportunities.
0: You know, Sags was the better one anyway, though. Yeah, Sags but Nobs, just got, was, Nobs was okay. I think Sa- Nobs is a little underrated. I'm on Team Sags. Yeah. Who's the captain?
1: Nobs, 100%. I really? never thought Sags was the captain. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Mickey J
0: in a BRF. Even he hates this. Yeah. Four by four comes out. Seriously, who is this man? <laughs> don't. Like, who is no. he?
1: I've never heard of him in my life. All I know His is that... His chest is <laughs> big. He's
0: fat. He's Yeah, he's chunky. Uh, I don't all, know. All I was able to deduce here is that he's in the No Limit Soldiers. Cool. Remember that? Yeah, I wish I didn't knobs attacks his four by four gets in with his specialty shitty punches uh, back elbow by knobs mo Howard. eye gouge here fake booze knobs with a charge in the corner four by four fine. He fats on over to knobs, but he can't be slammed four by four thinks he's so good. And who who does he
1: think he is batting <laughs> into
0: fat knobs? Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of fat going like, on. there. Knobs should be doing it. <laughs> I know. Big sloppy body slam by 4x4 four by four now. Irish whip elevated bear hug by 4x4 four by four. as Jimmy Hart now hops on the apron to get his shitty asshole friends in there. So Jerry Flynn and Hugh uh, Morris come in before Swole and B.A. I mean, enter. Who are those people? And this is just so neat. <laughs> right? I hate this. Why but is Jimmy Hart
1: still like an active thing in 99? With Nobbs!
0: knobs you baby! Always oh, the Hogan crony! Yeah. <laughs> Does like, Jimmy Hart somehow manage Hogan again? Maybe with the yellow and red. Oh, that may be why he's back. Actually, uh, like, by the way,
1: yellow B- and red, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm by the, back.
0: By the way, B A. Who is that? It's Brad Armstrong dressed like Bubba Ray Dudley. Oh God, that's all it is, folks. Like literally with the goatee and Who's everything. Who's
1: Wall? I, I don't know. I've never heard of him in my I life. Have no
0: idea who these people are. Back to the desk now where Hudson and Tanay reminisce about how Lex Luger returned uh, to Nitro recently, and he told Sting not to trust Hulk Hogan. Like, no shit. And
1: basically, is this just 96 Luger yeah. again where he's, like, suspicious or something? You know what I mean? It's I'm Sting like, Hogan. Yeah, it's just the weird rehashing. Why? Like, why are we bringing this back up from, like, when he came in with the puffy shirt? Like, I'm serious. Like, they're just doing this again. I'm surprised Jimmy Hart's like, I'm friends with him, baby. Like, you know. And today's like, oh,
0: well, actually, Sting didn't listen to Luger's case that he made. Something about Hogan driving a Hummer. I don't even know. He did it for the Hulk. He did it for the people. <laughs> also, Scott says they have
1: heat. Just shut up. <laughs> I hate like, that. just stop it. You're not a smark. You work for the company. <laughs> even if he is a smark, don't do it on the TV. That's an amazing <laughs> picture, by the way, of just Hulk. It was clearly just, like, him parking his car oh, somewhere yeah. in an NWO shirt. Yeah. Like, from, like, months ago. Because uh, yeah. he's still got the Hogan beard thing probably from from like january yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're just like he's got like sneakers on it's awful (sighs) well quinn let's go back to nitro to find out what happened more pump pump music (laughs) showing Sixteen by nine. Still, this whole
0: like, I, I just, yeah. I cannot stand this production thing. I know it's really bad. Basically, Luger wore a hat and told Gene that Hulk Hogan was a jerk. We know that. Apparently, Luger had a picture of Hogan next to the white Hummer, like you're talking about. Yep. the Hummer that crashed into Kevin Nash. What angle is this? I don't
1: know. Isn't this
0: the thing where we never found out who was driving? It, it? might be literally, which is
1: just like the I did it for the Rock. I yep. did it for the people. They didn't find out for like a year.
0: Yeah, except here we never did. Why are they doing
1: the same angle as WF? Why was this a thing? Well, this is before WF. I know it's before. That's what I mean. It's like, why was this a popular idea that somebody hit somebody with a car and we're going to keep it a secret forever? It's like literally the same outline. I know, but this is is first. Yeah.
0: Why did WWF copy this? Why would you
1: rip this off? I don't know. This is horrible. We
0: never found out.
1: I don't know. This is before Russo. It's kind of like the silent benefactor. We never found out about that either. Remember, we it was, with
0: DDP? it was supposed to be DDRC. They just yeah. changed gears there. Anyway, DDP basically came out, and Hogan and Goldberg just randomly had a tag mentioning it's DDP and someone from the Jersey Triad. They don't say who. Then Sting wandered into Hogan's locker room where Savage and Gorgeous George were hanging out. <laughs> Sting got like set. They literally showed a still of him just like,
1: aw. Like, it's yeah. just, like, all sad. Because Hogan and Savage are friends? I thought Sting was their friend at some I point, too. don't
0: know. It's all <laughs> crappy.
1: This is what happened when you take the guy who turned heel, became the biggest heel, and then you just abruptly turned him face again. Yeah, like a month earlier. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, what? He, all these, like, <laughs> other threads come apart. It's terrible. You're Quinn. like, why isn't Nash friends with him, or hate him now? Because <laughs> I thought they're NWO homies or
0: whatever. I, I have no idea what I, it is. I don't know
1: anything that's going on.
0: Well, let's go back to Ringside now, where the. Texas Outlaws enter to, like, a hoedown theme. Excuse me? The Texas Outlaws. Who are they? I have no, who are they? They're masked and they look stupid, and their opponents are the WCW Tag Team Champions. The West Texas <laughs> Rednecks, Barry and Kendall Windham. So much Texas. What is
1: this, like, a mirror match or something? Like, I don't... Like, why would you do this? Right? It's like so confusing to call the match West Texas Rednecks, Texas Outlaws. I, this is like cardinal rule breaking. Right yeah, there. I
0: know. At least the song is fun. I hate rap or rap yeah. is crap or whatever. That's good. Billy Silverman's gonna be the referee again, and
1: apparently, quick. <laughs> this, <laughs>
0: this is so good.
1: The tag titles are on the line well, because you know what? Who gives a shit, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like here, a tag title match on Saturday night where nobody watches it anymore.
0: And uh, today's like, yeah, but this is great. But guess what, Chris? B- we will be wrestling at fall brawl yeah, it's like what what does that have to do with this <laughs> kendall gets arm dragged by an outlaw lands a kick talk about sting sid's fake winning streak by the remember sid's like millennium man run or whatever that was weird and then he then he like then his was, jelly was, or like, whatever. Was, like, yeah. i hate all of this kendall gives chase on one of the outlaws where barry clotheslines the crap out of him back in irish whip by kendall clothesline gets two barry's now one with a body slam Mike today brings up the Revolution stable. Remember that shit? What? I don't even remember that. Shane Douglas was in, and or something.
1: Oh right, right, right. Was Skip in that shit? No, not like, Skip. With, with some. Remember when she came back with Sonny, and no, she was all like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> "That's She do later. like the
0: dance, the fake brick <laughs> <That's> music. <later. laughs> that's in like 2000. Uh, but like the announcers are talking about anything, just not this. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at <laughs> yeah. Look at Eam. Look at Eam. Backdrop by Wyndham, nice vertical suplexa by Wyndham, but the other outlaw comes in to break it up. They don't we don't have names for the they Texas outlaws, it. by the way. They don't so. even say one or two. No. They just wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's true, you're right. Kendall comes back in, double team close eye right now. Knee drop by Kendall gets two as the pin is broken up again. Kendall with a back soup play, but the outlaws do an illegal switch while Silverman is yelling at Barry. So we have a fresh outlaw inside cradle by him for two. He's a house of masks. Yeah, masks. He really is very masky. <sighs> Kicks Irish whip in a back elbow here. Barry charges, gets beat up too. Who even are the faces here?
1: Ah, uh, you got me. Like, I'm I'm serious. Like, this is at the mid in the middle of this match, I'm like,
0: I don't who- know who no one is. Crowd doesn't care at all. Weird. Plus, the booing is fake anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like they messed up though, and like boo- hit the button at the wrong time. Hit the boo button at yeah, the wrong time. Exactly. Irish whipped by the outlaw, and a backdrop. Meanwhile, Barry throws the original outlaw into the guardrail outside. Back in, and Silverman is just tinkering around with Barry again. <laughs> Kendall grabs a tag belt, nails the outlaw. It's over. This match was straight out of like nineteen eighty four. I it was hate crappy. it. I, I don't really understand. Serious. It was point really this, bad. Yeah.
1: Harlem Heat now suddenly storm in. Wait a sec, they're a tag team. Yes, Booker T's been wrestling singles
0: for like two years by this point. Remember they team up again in '99. It's good for booties and all that. Yeah, Yeah. they team up. It's very happy. So they're wearing street clothes. They immediately look better than anyone we've seen on the show. (laughs) True, it's true. Harlem Heat was always good. They're always good, folks.
1: It's it's actually kind of a shame to me always that like um, Stevie was like too old to be in WF. (laughs) I know because they could have had like one final like go at the tag. Would have been awesome. That would have been. Great!
0: I have a newfound appreciation for Stevie Ray the last couple of years too. Because he's just like he's a big hoss. Yeah, he's team. awesome.
1: That's his purpose.
0: He's basically Jim the Anvil Nighthawk yeah. of the team. People want him to be a good wrestler. He's not supposed to be Booker. He's just supposed to be bigger than Booker. Yes. So it's like
1: when Booker gets all fucked up, it's like Stevie yes. comes in and he
0: just beats the shit out of you. Why does everyone only want good matches all the time and like move, move, move? It's like Harlem had a good. They had like a good balance. I don't know. Like, I know
1: they were good. They were just one of. The, to me, they're like one of the best tag teams
0: ever. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Agreed. And I'm saying that for a WCW. Team. Yeah. So that must, <laughs> but that's a and lot of And they from are
1: me. a rare WCW through and through tag team.
0: Yeah. Never wrestled WWF yeah, as a team. It's true. Literally ever. So anyway, Booker tells him to get the fuck in the ring, the, the Wyndham brothers. Yeah. Stevie, of course, calls them Fruit Booties. You two Fruit Booties ain't so tough when you got your two buddies with it. I love this team, man. The Wyndhams then come to the apron. They tease getting in, but they happily leave instead. As Stevie makes like silly faces, he turns his hat sideways, and we fade away. This show is shitty.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really showed the state of like late 99 WCW. It just felt like all
0: filler and nothing. It really did, Quinn. And here's the thing, right? I keep reiterating this is before Russo. Right. I want to make it clear. I know Russo is very polarizing. Some of our fans probably hate him some of our fans don't mind him, and I don't want to make this too much about him, the point I'm trying to make is this was really bad, and I was still somehow watching WCW, not all the time. See, to me, WCW was a hazy at this point,
1: right? Like, I would, like, sometimes watch it, and sometimes not. Like, I would just kind of flip around during commercials. I remember there was this period of time where I was like, I wanted to still keep up with both, yes. But I just was like, I had no patience for like the nothing going on it was on WWE. Really stuff. poor. I literally like. I remember I would start nights off where I would like. I would start consistently switching to WCW in the middle of the yeah. night, and then like after a certain point, Raw was so fucking good that I just would not even flip back. Yeah, like that's that's what to me that me was too. how it ended. Right, the whole WCW thing. It's like this to the point where like it got to a point where I just without even. Thinking about it, stopped turning on nitro. That's like I started
0: forgetting it existed because it was so nothing. Yep. So I do want to say this. You know, whatever you think of Russo's creative in WCW, uh, that's subjective. Either you like it or you don't. That's mm-hmm. fine. One thing that it did do is it uh it actually helped with the ratings for a few months there. Yeah, because all it of a sudden it, was like, it up
1: as much as it was. It ended up being dumpy. Go back. I find this interesting to me personally. Going back to watch the first Russo episode, the one where he takes all the belts away. Well, that's no, that's later. That's okay, like April of two thousand. Whatever 2000. that reset episode. That's is, the reset where, one to me. That's the most closely associated to Russo episode. That's yeah. like the most Russo episode. That's right? very Russo. That whole episode of Nitro, as wacky and weird as it is, it's compelling. Like the A whole lot episode of his stuff is was. Like it's. You're like I remember rewatching that and zooming through all two right. hours of it because it
0: was like wow there's a lot of shit
1: going on yeah. on this
0: like this is like pretty fucking
1: wild right right you know
0: i agree again i don't really care for a lot of what he did in wcw but it was a definite change right and we're about six days i think from bischoff being released it needs it like, and it, it needs it i mean when you got scotty mr
1: wonderful like that was like i saw that and i was like
0: yep this is like the wcw nobody cares about it's true so Again, whatever you think of Russo, that's fine. Just think whatever you want of him. But this was really bad, and this is before him. That's the only point I'm trying yep. to make. This is what he inherited. It was already bad. Just to, was, be, just to be fair to him. I mean, it had
1: been going downhill since Stark hit 97. Listen, I'm not saying he fucked it. He didn't fuck it all up, but he didn't have
0: much to fuck up. It was yeah. already, like, on a shoestring. Yeah, You know, like, it, 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 was, was, like it was about to snap. It was tough times, yeah. but overall... This period of time hard to watch. Yes. I mean honestly, because I remember watching some of the nitros. It's just not that good. Yeah, it really right <laughs> honestly yeah. it's sad. It, it's just a crappy period of time for WCW, and uh, it almost makes you wish the prime existed just to like, oh man, Dusty and Chris Cruz just to spice up this junk. How good was Chris Cruz with him, by the way? Another yeah. underrated team right it's there, Chris good. Cruz, Chris uh, or whatever. He
1: said. I just, you know what the thing is? It, watching this whole thing, it really also like the commentary could have like made up for some of the shit oh, during this didn't. period of time if they just had dusty be on everything yeah oh, like God. you really like like i could have gotten through this and i would have probably been like this was a good show if dusty was just a scott of riggs day what happened was that what happened, to us, what man, happened was that what happened was that how did you get better <laughs> like Michael. stuff like you, that you know like he would have done that
0: scott hudson's just busy trying to shoehorn in horrible references Being and jokes. the whole it's so colonel bad. mustard colonel mustard colonel mustard like yeah. shut the funny look i said heat yeah. like it's just fuck off yeah like. literally yeah pretty bad if you want to check it out folks let us know i don't think you're gonna want to i don't you, though. think anybody's you gonna don't want to borrow this tape uh but anyway so to wrap it up here a few things you can do again before we sign off follow us on twitter at ovp podcast again if you have itunes apple Podcasts, please leave us a review we really would appreciate yes. that they're, they're good they help they I help don't know. us thank you Thank you for uh, being with us here, sticking with us here. We hope you like some of the extra content we've been putting out. We have yeah. the WrestleMania 3 review is out for free on this feed right here. Yeah, go get it. Go scroll get down it if you want a little it. bit if you haven't heard it yet. And obviously, next week, we'll be back to normal. And again, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. If you have a few bucks to spare, we really would appreciate that because it helps support us and you get tons of extra content so just keep it in mind patreon.com slash OVP podcast if you want to get the pay-per-view reviews and everything else but Quinn it has been another week in the world of retro wrestling another hasn't it? one of those retro weeks huh? it's been a retro week and folks of course we'll be back next week for episode number 173 and week two of the royal rankings we'll be reviewing something hopefully something better than this hopefully but until next time hang in there keep listening to OVP tell people that you know I'm Joe Morata. that's Michael Quinn we'll see you next week see ya
1: when I was involved in a tag match with Scott Putsky. Now he's a second generation wrestler and I'm sick and tired of all those second generation wrestlers out here saying that they're the best and they're whatever. I don't care. Look at that. You sit back, Scott Putsky and you look in the mirror and you fuck yourself up and think you look so good. So what? That looks good in the mirror. So, butsky I took matters in my own hands. And I beat you in that tag match. So if you got any guts, anything about yourself,
0: because you ruined the Putski name? Whoa. You're really Scott Dutsky. With you, with you. Stop, stop, stop. stop.